0: I'm Jesse. And I'm Josh. And this is Slice by Slice, a podcast where we dissect and discuss horror films by categories and subgenres, such as slashers, ghosts, franchises, and directors' bodies of work.
1: And of course, we can't dissect and discuss these films in the detail we do on this episode because this is the Halloween Horror Nights episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey guys, we're coming to you on Devil's Night right now, actually. Yes. That's when we're recording this. Hey! Fire up! up! October 30th, 2022, not a normal episode. There will be relatively no movie discussions
1: (laughs) in a roundabout way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because we're going to be talking to you guys about our Halloween Horror night trips, which were separate and, um, a little extra since we each went with our wives, we're going to do a little bit with my wife and I and Josh and his wife, and then we're going to do our own. So You're getting
1: all kinds of half-ass content for
0: this, (laughs) but it's something we're not going to go into news and recently watched or anything. We're just going to go ahead and dive into the recordings with our wives. And then we'll be back with just the two of us.
2: Just the two of us.
0: Hey, Jesse and Margie here. Hi. So as I mentioned for my 40th birthday, I wanted to finally go to... Halloween Horror Nights, and my wife and I were going to try to go with Josh and Ginger since they go every year, and we couldn't get a sitter, so we had to go at a different time, which sucked, but it was still fun, right?
2: Yes, it was a lot of fun.
0: This was the first time for both of us, which was really cool that it was the 31st one, so it was very Halloween-themed, more than normal, I guess. And uh, we want to tell you guys a little bit about it. And Josh and Ginger are going to talk about their experience going. And then me and Josh are going to kind of break it down together. I guess first I want to talk about the Scream Early and the Fast Passes because we did get those. Mm-hmm. And I would say they were worth it, especially the Scream Early. So you pay like 35 bucks a person and you get to go in two hours before... The park opens for Halloween Horror Nights, and they put you in like a holding area. And that means you get to start seeing houses before they open the front gates. And we are able to do it quite a bit, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And uh, we're just going to tell you about our experience a little bit since it's our first time. So Margie, was it what you expected?
2: No, nothing what I expected. I mean, a little bit, but not what I had initially expected, no.
0: Well, what did you expect?
2: <laughs> so I'm not a horror fan. I know. Gasp. I really just don't care for gore and guts and blood. So things like Saw, the movie, they gross me out. Completely Gross me out. I just want to go vomit. I thought there would be more of that. More of the gore and the blood and the guts. And I just really wasn't sure I was going to enjoy it. But there really was not a lot. And I really enjoyed it.
0: It's kind of what I expected. I didn't expect there to be... Like the corpse displays and stuff out
2: mm-hmm. as you
0: walked around.
2: I mean, it didn't gross me out. The corpse, they were. It was a lot of fun,
0: right? Yeah, and it's just neat because they are in the park proper, so that means they have to hide them during the day, right? Yeah. Or wheel them in and out. I imagine they hide them though. But those they, were they pretty had sheets
2: neat. over them because when we went in for the scream early, we saw a few things with sheets over them.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Because the actual houses are on the back lots that you normally can't see, where they used to actually shoot Universal movies. So that was kind of neat. But other than that, like the scare zones was kind of like an idea of what I had. And we'll go to those in a minute. And uh, the haunted houses were what I expected, except for the ones that were really cool were more than I expected.
2: Yes, absolutely.
0: So with that being said, what were your favorite three houses?
2: Top absolute favorite was Halloween. All right. I would say Universal Legends. Okay. Um, And then the Blumhouse. Those were top three. Blumhouse and Universal Legends could have gone second or third, either one of them. But first was absolutely Halloween.
0: So broken record here. Of course, Jesse preferred (laughs) Halloween the most. But you just have to see it. It's it's crazy. And second place would be the Blumhouse, which did Mm -hmm. Freaky and the Black Phone. But they did that really well. Yeah. But... Halloween, we're not going to go through all these, but Halloween was just amazing because you walked through the entire plot of the first movie and the detail they put in and the way they scared you.
2: Several times I had to tell myself, this is not real. (laughs) (laughs) They cannot touch you. This is not real.
0: (laughs) And I'm pretty sure the actors are able to tell who's already scared before they jump out because they just honed in on Margie the whole yeah, time in every house. Yeah. It, was, it was fantastic.
2: They definitely um, got me at every single turn. I screamed, but then I'd, I scream and then I immediately laugh. It's just kind of right. what I do. And so I, I think that they did realize that I was the easy target. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and like I said, you walked through the plot in order and they did a really good job building the sets and you walking through it and... Just some of the detail, like one of the things that really stuck out to me is when you get to the end of the movie and it would be where Lori's in the closet hiding, we had to walk through a hallway and the hallway actually had clothes hanging down in our face. You had to move the clothes out of your way. So it's like you were in the closet yourself.
2: Yeah, I didn't catch that. I would just kept looking for Michael. <laughs> I just knew he was going to jump out and scare me again.
0: And they did They did some some good ones. And a lot of the houses had these things where like a wooden slat would drop. And it was so loud that it almost felt like your ankle or knees got shocked because it would shake the floor. And they did some good ones for that. Like Bob dropping down was pretty cool. But yeah, that, that house was awesome. And, and you really got to rewatch the movies before you go into the... IP houses because they they put so much stuff in like freaky had so much detail even like when the football field turns into the temple and he's stabbing her like the walls did that it was it was just awesome but just like a coin with two sides having a top three you gotta have a bottom three so what were your least favorite
2: so the weekend okay yeah too many strobe lights the okay. tongue.
0: There was the shit room.
2: Yes, it was just weird. Yeah. It was strange. <laughs> and wasn't necessarily scary. You know, it just was strange. Even though I do like the week, I like his music. So, probably, was it Descendants of Destruction? Is yeah, the one that was called? like
0: uh, like an apocalyptic world. Yeah, and
2: only because I didn't really remember it that well. So, <laughs> you know, didn't going to say bottom three because I didn't remember it well. And then... Oh. Jesse's gonna say this for me.
0: El chupacabre.
2: <laughs> El chupacabre. I, I don't <laughs> pronounce that word very well all the time. Um, that's gonna be probably that was that was the worst. That was definitely bottom of the barrel. There was just nothing <laughs> about it. It was like walking through like a Disney ride. I mean, maybe not that's a little extreme, but <laughs> <laughs> it was just there's nothing scary about it. I mean, the actors, I don't know. They just didn't.
0: And the fake dog wasn't good.
2: No, none of it was. The masks weren't good.
0: Right. Yeah, we definitely have gone on different Disney rides, though. If it was similar (laughs) to a Disney ride. (laughs)
2: That's true. Um, That was a bad analogy. Okay.
0: (laughs) My three least favorite were El Chupacabre. Pretty much the same reasons we just said. The bug one, I can't, I think it's Bugs Eaten Alive. Mm-hmm. And the story of Bugs Eaten Alive was really cool. And the way yeah. they had it laid out was really cool. And I liked the theme. But I didn't really like the scares and necessarily. And yeah. I liked the idea of the sets more than I actually liked the sets.
2: Yeah. And no, then, I mean, I liked the sets. I, the You liked the sets. You just didn't like the scare. You didn't like, there was not really any jumping out and scaring you. If it was, it was like a bug.
0: Right, right, right. Coming,
2: you know, it just it, and they were very unrealistic, but it was cool back in the fifties, right. and you know, I liked all of that.
0: And I expected there to be more bug stuff in there. Oh, really? And there wasn't that many bugs. It was mainly like the character actors were supposed to be like fifties people that are like poisoned from this bug spray or whatever, right? Yeah. And I wanted to get scared by a giant fucking spider. Mm. And it didn't. It didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And the spirits of the coven. That one was absolutely terrible to me.
2: Okay, I don't remember that one either. So that one. That's the last
0: touch. one we did before we went and redid Blumhouse and Halloween. And uh it's like you were in a, a speakeasy, and I thought it was gonna be cool at first because you had to say the password to get in the speakeasy. Oh
2: yeah, and they were and serving drinks, yeah. but
0: it was like a witch coven type place yeah yeah
2: that one was kind of lame too yeah
0: agreed and the pattern i'm sure you noticed there is our favorite three were the licensed houses Mm -hmm. and to me it's because the non-licensed houses weren't any different than a local haunted house i could go to other than the costumes and the sets were better obviously, and they had more actors because the problem with like a local one is you're in a group of 20 people. They're trying to shove through a room and one person jumps out and scares you and only those couple of people get scared. But these rooms have 20 people in there and there's three different spots for people to pop out and everybody gets got, right? Yeah. So it was better like that, but story-wise and stuff, it was just like a normal haunted house. Whereas the licensed ones were iconic. Yeah. So obviously that added to the vibe and feel of it. And the story was better because you were actually going through a movie. And the way they made a house that you walk through and it actually tells the whole movie, as long as you know the movie, right, Mm -hmm. was awesome to me. And I don't know, like, since you've seen the movie, there's just more to it, I guess. You know what I mean? So I Mm -hmm. I definitely preferred that. I guess we got to talk about the scare zones, which...
2: Mm.
0: That kind of sucked for us because we couldn't find half of them. So... Either they're in parts of the park where there was no haunted houses and rides, which would be weird, or...
2: I just think some of them, there just wasn't a lot going on in them.
0: Well, I mean, I was trying... Like, I couldn't find the zombie one. There's supposed to be a graveyard somewhere with zombies. Like, we would have seen that. But I heard that there was a lot of stuff that got canceled because of the hurricane that came right before we went. And, like, we didn't get a lagoon show. Like, the lagoon (laughs) show is supposed to be amazing, and we didn't get to get that. Um, so maybe they like made some of the scary zones bigger because the like carnival fair candy one Mm -hmm. seemed to take up two thirds of the park to me. Like, so it's like they had to expand that one gigantic. It was funny though because there's like a cat woman on stilts walking around, and I kept telling Margie that she was my girlfriend and she just kept walking around us. It was neat though seeing those three girls when we were coming up like an alley street start screaming, running perpendicular to us like mm-hmm. running for their lives and there was a pumpkin scarecrow man on stilts running fucking full speed like usain bolts like just
2: oh yeah you know?
0: yeah <laughs> and uh that that was awesome but i i could see how those would be cool some were better than others when we saw but like i really wanted to see the zombie one and we just we couldn't find the fucking thing Mm-mm. food this part was kind of lame we kind of avoided youtube videos because we wanted to go in blind but we wanted to look at food like we didn't really look at the house stuff but we were trying to find like tips for what to do and what's worth eating right
2: we avoided the youtube channels for the houses because we wanted to go in blind on the houses but the food and drinks we thought we'd go ahead and research and try to figure out what to get and we tried a few things that Mm. was suggested and we were not impressed with really anything.
0: Nope, the twisted taters was the most recommended thing online, mm-hmm. and they were terrible. Our potatoes weren't even cooked in theory, they should have been good, but I just think we got bad batches. yeah, the other food is kind of mediocre.
2: There was that meat locker
0: and oh, everything that's so cool.
2: <laughs> Yes, you need to check out the meat locker. Um, everything looks like a piece of um like raw meat.
0: Like human meat. Human Man raw meats. meat. And
2: they had <laughs> in one of the window display windows they had little hearts and they were actually pumping. Yeah. It was it was pretty cool. But I had a chicken there that was supposed to look like
0: you liked that chicken. That was the one I thing did. you did like.
2: Yes. I want to say that it was it was kind of like a general So's sauce that was on there, but it was supposed to look like, I believe, brains. Okay. I mean it did not look appetizing, which was what I wanted. But it it did taste fairly good.
0: Yeah, because the food, all of them did look gross in a cool Mm -hmm, way mm -hmm. with their theme. I just didn't like the taste of them.
2: Yeah, and the drinks, we didn't find any mixed drinks that we liked.
0: Yeah, so they had a a beer which I don't normally like sours, but it was a sour beer that I actually really liked, and it had Slimer from Ghostbusters on
2: it. I will say that beer was a one and done.
0: (laughs) It's a one and done for Margie. I had a few of them. I thought they were pretty good. And
2: then you're good. One and done because it's it's so just sour and it's just not something that you can continue to drink not because the alcohol content was high
0: (laughs) i could drink it i don't think it could be my regular beer but um yeah that wasn't bad though but that was the only like non-regular beer choice that's not true we did find the cart that had like the pecan pie beer and that was actually really good but that was like a one and done it was delicious but it was just like so rich and Mm -hmm. sweet that i needed something else and, uh, God, these mixed drinks that I got, they were all failures. One of them I almost had to pour out, but I just refused. Like it was a pumpkin flavored something, which I like pumpkin beer. And I mean, I gagged when I drank it and I went to go get a Bloody Mary at the meat locker place, which was delicious, but you can't really, they just made a Bloody Mary. You can't mess up Bloody Mary. And there's like a one drink maximum so that you can't buy for underage people. And I still had the other one in my hand. She's like, you're gonna have to pour that out. And I'm like, you're just gonna have to give me a minute. And like I, I refused to pour it out. And I tried to chug it and it was, it was bad. That's so why I don't remember Marty's chicken thing. Cause I was trying not to die. Cause I just chugged that thing. But yeah, I think I could, I could go without the food and drinks next time.
2: They put a lot of pimentos bitters, which I had never heard of until we went and did this. And a lot of the drinks had pimentos bitters in it. Yeah. And I, I think that might have been what was causing us to not like all the <laughs> drinks. Because that seemed to be the go-to for quite a few of the mixed drinks. We didn't try all of the drinks. No,
0: We tried, I think, I had three. Like
2: three or four different ones.
0: Because I had the pumpkin one and I had the ghoul juice one, which also had pimento bitters in it. And then I had the Bloody Mary and I decided I was just going to stick with the slimer beer going forward. Yeah, And then we realized we weren't going to get everything done if we kept standing in line for these fucking food carts. The merch was cool. I didn't even put that on the list. I did like a lot of the merchandise and stuff. That was all really well done. And I spent way too much money. But the stores were cool. They were even set up like special in a way.
2: Yeah, the Halloween store, the tribute store.
0: Yeah, that was the coolest was one. Yeah, it was huge. You just
2: kept going from room. You kept thinking you were done and you were going to go to the, the next area was going to be where you check out and it would actually be another room with merchandise and then you would continue on to another room and another room
0: it was like the fucking TARDIS it was definitely bigger on the inside (laughs) because it looked like this little one room shack and it was like four or five rooms it was crazy even the last room was like a long shotgun room with the with the cashiers I don't even know how they I don't know It it looked small on the outside it was insane well I guess the most important question was did you have fun
2: Yes, I did. Do I want to go back? Yes, I do.
0: That was my next question. (laughs) Me too, definitely. I think we're going to have to try to do this annually. Hopefully we can go again. My last question was, what would you do different? I guess I'll lead into that one. Part of what I learned, and it would actually probably be more cost effective, is I really like the licensed houses. And while the other houses were cool, if I had to miss out on stuff, I could miss out on the non-licensed houses. So what I would probably do next time, instead of getting the ridiculously priced fast passes that cost more than the tickets themselves, I would probably just do the Scream Early. And we actually, you have from three to five to get in for Scream Early for your holding area and they start a line. We got there at like two to five. So we we're at the end of the line and we were almost in the second house by the time they opened the front gates. So had we gotten there at three, we could have probably got three houses done, right? And if there's only four or five licensed houses every year, we could probably do that and then spend more time like with the drinks and the food and the shopping and stuff because we were there, we shut the park down. We didn't get home until three 30 in the morning and we're exhausted. So like if we did it again, I, I might would still do everything into the fast passes. But if I had to cut something somewhere, I would do it that way. I'm sure if we went with Josh and ginger, we'd probably have to do everything there. That's what I really want to do is let's go with them one year. So, mm-hmm. but you know, we've been now, we experienced it we had a lot of fun we left our kids with their grandparents so that was fucking fantastic yeah and um i got to watch my wife who doesn't like war get the ever-living shit scared out of her <laughs> over and over again no. the the best part was in the universal legend's house and like a dracula got her and then like a wolfman got her from the other direction and then the same dracula popped out a different hallway and got her again and then she's like shaking and walking and then a mummy reached out at her like and then like immediately into the next room through the doorway and that that was great this wasn't a question but like what was your biggest oh shit moment like just the shit scared
2: out of you michael at the very last room the mirror room the mirror room and you couldn't figure out who was going to come at you? Which one of the Michaels? And um, as soon as you thought it was one, it was actually the other one. Right. And they were so close to you.
0: Maybe. You don't know. It's a whole of mirrors. It's a <laughs> thing. You had like mannequin Michaels and people as Michael that you, you couldn't distinguish. And then you had the reflections of them fucking everywhere. And yeah. Marty's trying to push me. She's like, go, go. She was scared, so scared the first time. And then she's trying to push me through the room. And I'm like, there's a fucking mirror in front of me. <laughs> I got to find the way out. And that's what I was going to say. That was like my oh shit moment. Yeah. And they did that in the weekend house. There was a mirror room at the end. And there's different weekends and different scary masks. Yeah. But there wasn't as many of them. And uh, there was less angles in the mirror. So there was less reflection. It was very, very disorienting.
2: Yes. So do you want to know what I would do different? Yeah.
0: Sorry, I guess I forgot to do that part.
2: If we were going to go again next year, I would, would want to go with Josh and Ginger. Because right. they are veterans of this. They have gone for a bunch of years in a row and would love to go and get their view while, while we're doing it. You know, I would do the Screamer early again. I would also do the Fast Pass. I just, I don't think okay. there was any way we could do all of it without a Fast
0: Pass. Absolutely not. There is no way. If you don't have a Fast Pass, you could probably get like three or four houses done tops. And- That might be with the Scream Early, but at best, without Scream Early, three or four houses. But with the Fast Pass, I feel like if you're not shopping and eating and drinking, you could probably do every house in three hours with Fast Passes. I actually met a guy that they did every house in three hours. Yeah, and see,
2: that's what I would want to do next time. I would want to go earlier to the Scream Early and then try to do... I I would like to do all the houses first and not stop. Right. You know, because we stopped and we tried this drink and tried this food and went into the tribute store in between going to houses. And I think next time we just need to go bam, 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 house after house. And then we'll have time for all of that. And we'll have time to go back and do the houses that we want to do again. Right. Which we did. We got to go back and do Halloween again and the Blumhouse because we both agreed those were in our top. We didn't have time to go back and do Universal Legends.
0: And the Blumhouse one's actually kind of cheating because it's two houses in one. Like it wasn't combined. You went through... Freaky, and then you went through the black phone.
2: Another oh shit was in the Blum house in the kitchen, and he's just sitting there. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: And that one's a mannequin, I think. I don't even. Think no, that I was know. Out I there. kept
2: the second time I went through there, I kept seeing if he was going to move, and he never did. So I don't, I don't think it was a real person, but it makes you think that it was.
0: The Grabber's mask is just fucking terrifying. Yeah, the thing of nightmares, anyway. So yeah, that's
2: I couldn't think of it. The Grabber, he's sitting in the kitchen just like in the movie. Yeah. And you have to walk right past him within arm's reach. And he's just sitting there with the mask on. And you just don't know if it's a mannequin or if he's going to jump out at right. you. And it, that was kind of an, an O oh ship moment for me, too. Well,
0: damn it, woman. I guess you talked to me in a splurge on fast passes again next time. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, you just reminded me that one of my other favorite things about us getting a go is. We kept seeing the tip to rewatch the movies or watch the movies if you hadn't seen them before you went, and I got to make my wife watch horror movies that I never could get her to watch. The downside is I thought The Curse of La Llorona was one of the houses, and I watched that movie, and it wasn't great. She didn't watch that one with me, but apparently that was one of the Hollywood, California, Universal Studios houses, and we were in Orlando. Couldn't tell by us talking about the hurricane. But anyways, I'm sure Josh and I are going to drone on long enough later, so... I guess that should stop us from doing the same because I don't know how long they're going to talk. And this is a bonus episode, so we don't want to make it three hours. But thank you so much for going with me.
2: Yeah, I had so much fun. Thank was, you for making me go. Yeah,
0: and it was <laughs> an awesome, awesome 40th birthday. And uh, hopefully it's an everything birthday. But um, yeah, we're going to do it again.
2: Yeah, hopefully next year.
1: So I'm Josh. I'm Ginger. And uh, this is our little mini review of this year's Halloween Horror Nights after our sixth
3: year. Sixth year.
1: Um, As, as everybody knows, you know, we go every year since our wedding for our wedding anniversary. And uh, going to do our bit here in this part for the uh, amalgamation of reviews of however Jesse ends up editing this together. Hi, Jesse. So, uh... Basically, we're going to go with the uh, top three houses. I'm going to let you expound the most because um, I'll probably be talking more
3: later. Okay.
1: So in uh, any particular order, top three houses and why?
3: Okay. Absolute best one, in my opinion, was Bugs Eating the Life. And it was just fun. I love creature features, so I loved all the big bugs. And I loved the descent from, oh, this is all happy and awesome. And this is what happens when you use all of this stuff.
1: Yeah, like the joke I'm going to make constantly. You know, I really liked it because it's like Monsanto. Yeah. yeah, Like, better living through chemicals and uh, how it all goes. It all goes horribly wrong. Yeah,
3: so that was my number one. And then uh, what was your number one?
1: Oh, it was bugs.
3: That's what I thought. And then. My number two was uh, Universal Monsters Legends Collide. And the only reason it came in number two is because we had a bad run. It was probably going to be number one if we had a better run. So I loved the Egyptian theming through the whole house and how they had different monsters in there. But it was all the same mummy theme, and the, like the mummy doesn't get enough appreciation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They definitely made him the star.
3: Yes. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. And then my third one was Deadman's Pier Winter's Wake. And I loved it because it was a continuation of a previous house, and they did an awesome job with the temperature fluctuations and the weather effects. And yeah, we got rained on. I know. I, I really loved the the atmosphere, the theming. I love the pirate ship. That's all right up my alley.
1: All right. So what about uh, now? Of course, our our top three are the same. Yeah, so, that's what I thought. <laughs> so I'll probably go into more detail in, in the other segment. Bottom three. Well, and can y. I do
3: an honorable mention? Yeah, sure. So Halloween was going to be number four. I really, really, really like the mirror gag at the end. I'd never seen it before, and I loved that mirror gag, but that was the only thing I liked in
1: the house. Yeah, that was fun. And then they tried to do the same thing kind of in uh, the weekend yeah. in the last room of that, but it was much better. It felt better in Halloween. That's for damn sure. Yeah. And uh, we got a pretty not very good run no. of Halloween except for the closet. Yes. Closet was timed perfectly, which was awesome, which, once again, that, that's, that'd be my number four as well. Yeah. So Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
3: Get out of my head.
1: Into the, uh, into the bottom three, and Three.
3: All right. God. In no particular order, because they were all terrible. So, Hellblock Horror, they immediately dumped us into this house, and I'm going to say half of the scare actors weren't even in there yet?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go into some more detail on that later, but uh, yeah, we, we were actually stopped from going in the house, so some scare actors could get in there, because yeah. we got in re- ridiculously early this year just using the uh, guest entrance, yep. uh, resort guest entrance, which was crazy because we were in – we may have even been in before Stay and Scream.
3: I've never been dumped straight into a house either.
1: Yeah, because we were there about 45 minutes before the gates mm-hmm. and no wait and straight into a house. Yep. like I'll go into more details on that later, too, because the way it was done was really effing weird. So a last-minute revamp from the Evil Dead – high rise, whatever the movie the, that was supposed to be movie Um that has been delayed. Yeah. And uh, so you could tell that, but at the same time it was just, it, uh, yeah, thrown together, crappy pacing.
3: Yeah. And then the next terrible house that it was so terrible. It was like my number. It was like the bottom of the bottom was spirits of the coven. That was, it had so much potential and it was such a garbage fire. Oh, my God.
1: That was, the, uh, that was the original that I was most excited for because the on paper,
3: It sounded awesome. awesome.
1: But, uh, oh, it was bad. It, yeah. was, it was really bad. The story was not cohesive at all. Dead hallways halfway through the house. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, you're here. And, and everything's changed into this. And we're not explaining why.
3: Yep. I'm a witch on a stage. Uh, okay. What, what are we... Why? Oh no!
1: Come on, that was the finale.
3: I know. I I didn't understand what we were doing. She didn't. She didn't really scare me. She didn't try to scare me. She's just. I'm gonna stir this potion, and I'm gonna keep stirring it. <laughs> not jump at you or anything. No, I'm not even gonna look at you. I'm just gonna keep stirring this potion. It was a person though, right? It wasn't an animatronic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was a was person. A person. That's yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. There was yeah, people. There was yeah, people in yeah, there. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. So much the
1: bartender at the beginning was great, like yeah, the whole the 20s speakeasy thing, yep. like a great loved idea. Loved it.
3: Loved the atmosphere, loved the theming, and then it just descended into garbage.
1: So what's your uh, what's your third bottom?
3: Oh, God, I have so many bottoms, it's not even funny. Um, I'm going to go Descendants, even though I also hated The Weekend House. Um, <laughs> Descendants, also apocalyptic subway beat.
1: Yeah, you're like underground in an uh, abandoned, toxic New York.
3: Yep, looks like regular New York.
1: <laughs> we can say that we've been there. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it was. Uh, it, it was. I, I think my immediate notes after the house was it was a like a a symposium on how not to do a house. Yeah. Way too much dead space. Nothing. Nothing story wise. No, I don't all.
3: even think the house was properly staffed. Probably
1: not, no. um, and th- and this again, you know, we uh, we do express pass every year. We learned that the hard way after the first year, so uh, we hit each house once, and there could have been bad pacing in it, but just the layout of the house, and wasn't it in the one of the sprung tents because you had bugs in one sprung tent, which was friggin' great layout. It felt so much bigger than that.
3: I think it was a sprung tent.
1: Yeah, it was just it was garbage. Like a lot of wasted space, horrible pacing, no scares. Yep. Um no storying, just just bad. A couple of set pieces looked okay, but that was it. Yeah. I have to throw in an honorable since our bottom three are the same. Um <laughs> I have to throw in an honorable mention for the bottom and uh that's the weekend. And that's only because it, there was stuff in there that looked good. The, the makeups were good. The opening scene with the throat slash was fucking cool. But had I not watched a couple of his music videos, it would have been just a total. I have no idea what's going on.
3: I did not watch any music videos and I had no idea what was going on. Those nurses looked like they were straight out silent Hill. So I don't even know. <laughs> Is that a reuse costume?
1: No. Well, it, Probably, Probably from uh, the the scare zone. Well, haven't
3: they done done Silent Hill in the past?
1: Um, before we started going, yeah, I so. yeah. So, you
3: know, just they like, they looked like the nurses from Silent Hill.
1: Well, that made me think of the uh, the scare zone that had the, uh, uh, vanity ball. I think it was yeah. that was all the the, the nip tuck going wrong shit. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of some of that and uh, Silent Hill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yep.
3: There was there were some good things in that house, like the strobe effects. The lighting was good, but I'm I'm I was just like, I don't
1: know. Redoing the who the who's it gonna be at the end yeah. gag like uh like at the end of Halloween, that was kinda cool. But uh Yeah, it's garbage. A lot of wasted space too. There's a lot of big rooms it felt like yeah, that, we, with walked, in that it. we walked through in that
3: house. Yep.
1: Now to go off into the scare zones.
3: Oh no, no, no. We're gonna talk about chupacabra.
1: Oh okay. We gotta talk about chupacabra too?
3: Yeah.
1: Um you mean saber tooth catra?
3: Yeah, those were not chupacabras. Those were Rabid saber toothed tigers, those yes. and and some Majora, Majora's, mask. Majora's mask masks. Majora's <laughs> masks. That's, that's what we decided those masks were from. But the only house that gave me a jump scare, and uh, that's because uh, I was looking at the opposite wall, and a scare actor came up behind
1: me. I had many near misses this year. Nobody ever got me. Got me the closest Don't to get the closest to get was lie. in a scare zone. You
3: jumped in a scare zone. I was there. I saw it.
1: Well, let's, let's let's talk about the scare zones because uh, past couple of years, scare zones have been pretty better? bad. Oh, I
3: thought we were talking about like trick or treat and killer clowns. No, no, They're that's so un... much better. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, the, yeah, these last couple of years, they've been bad. And going back yeah. to the trick or treat scare zone, like benchmark Beautiful. of benchmarks in the past few years, the same with the killer clowns Loved scare it. zone from a few years ago and the way they lit all that corner yeah. of the park to look like the outside of the tent the scare zones and overall lighting this year were just subpar and they tried to do the whole, it's 31. Like you would, it's Halloween. yeah. It's like, supposed to be
3: big The now I loved the, um, sweet revenge scare zone.
1: Yeah. 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 That the, the crazy broken down yep. horrific parade. That
3: was my favorite by far with a
1: body part vendor yes. in, in, in the alley right there and everything that, that felt good. No, almost as good as when that whole section was Rob Zombie. Um, which I give a shit about Rob Zombie, just the way it all no, the felt... Rob
3: Zombie one was closer further down.
1: It but it was that back area. Yes, I'm it just was saying a... the <sighs> that's that's the first time I've seen something stretched out like that yeah. since Rob Zombie. That actually felt like being in something and uh Sweet Revenge, that was the name of it. Yeah. But the rest of it was pretty meh. meh. I like um, the Pumpkin Lord. Pumpkin Lord was cool. I didn't like them putting all the pumpkins there instead of Central Park. Exactly. E- ever since they did it in Central Park during Trick or Treat, it was just like, holy shit, that's how they need to do Central yes, Park Yes, because every it's year. so
3: narrow. Yep. And those pumpkins just brighten it up because, like, this year, there what was in there? Uh, it was Scarecrow. Scarecrow. It was so dark you couldn't see anything. Yeah,
1: and they always have to build up. Yeah. So you usually get two-level two, le- two, two level things there and like you just said you can't see anything so when the pumpkins are there and it's well lit you're like looking up at the pumpkins and it's like oh neat that's beautiful I can actually holy shit yes but you don't get any of that it's just walking through there it's just like well it's fucking dark
3: well and that's how (laughs) they got you that's the one that's the one where you jumped
1: that's the one where I kind of jumped and then uh, graveyard deadly unrest over in uh, Hollywood there was one dude blended into the wall or right around the corner or whatever that kind of got me and that that felt Felt good, but it was, it's a graveyard. Like, that, there was very little lighting and just the crickets yeah. and the the soft music bed under it. Like, that felt like a scary Yeah, he me.
3: was definitely, if I remember correctly, he was an actor on stilts. And he was blended into, like, you thought he was a statue.
1: No, no, no It was the one on the other side on stilts that I was looking at. Oh, and okay. then I walked around the corner and that's when... Oh, the, maybe uh,
3: the stilts got startled, startled me.
1: Maybe um i
3: thought he was a statue he was not
1: conjure the dark it's like boring the, the the well the scourge of san francisco like that's what it is there's like a thing over there if you're going to do a quote-unquote scare zone over there which was why rob zombie stretching all yeah there was so awesome when rob zombie um, was back
3: there that was so awesome well, they had all
1: the trusses and all the fire and like it, God, that was awesome. but you know you had one stage we watched the little show yeah um boring was that yeah conjure the dark and horrors of halloween which you know that's that's the, the one that's where the, the pumpkin entry lord one, was. yeah with with the, the pumpkin lord which um, i thought
3: that was pretty minimized too it yeah. it wasn't large it was well I,
1: I go back to when they were doing the 80s things and they did an arcade through there it was really minimal it was giant arcade machines and black lights there really wasn't much going on everything had the volume turned down this year had yeah it, and, and we
3: only saw like Four chainsaws? I was going to say three.
1: Three? And that's how it's been the past couple years.
3: Where are my chainsaws? Where are my chainsaw people chasing children around? I know,
1: right? But uh, we do have to keep in mind that this is going right after Hurricane. Yeah. I don't know how much stuff may have been damaged lighting-wise, set-wise. There were days added back in because of the park being closed for a couple of nights due to the hurricane. So, you know, maybe we had some tired scare actors. I would never want to do it. I couldn't sit there and do the same thing on repeat, especially in the houses for like, you know, two hours on, 15 minutes off, whatever the fucking schedule is. So I can understand them being burnout. But uh, the volume turned down. That's really what it felt like this year. Like it did not feel like 31. It's Halloween let's let's just go in and and they tried to do it they tried to do the overarching theme going through the whole park which is what made the 80s years so much fun is it just it felt like walking through the 80s even with more modern movies it all had that vibe so overall yeah the park the park as a whole and the scare zones all tying together uh was a bit of a mess yeah speaking of misses food
3: oh dear lord
1: after after the rebound of last year and that fucking the
3: food was so good last year
1: Yeah. The, the, the food last year was the first year that we've had the food and been like, fuck yeah. I mean, you're always going to have pizza fries. You're always going to have twisted taters. But, uh, once they started doing the s'mores fries and then last year that, that donut burger, the little, little Luther slider, the candied pork belly, which was a little too candy. I liked
3: it. (laughs) I had to chew, but I liked it.
1: This year, the few things we had were just meh. Um, And like
3: nothing else I even wanted to try.
1: Yeah, like, like her, the
3: flavor yeah, profiles. I'm the, like, I don't even want to put that in my mouth.
1: Exactly. The just the, the ideas, the the names and the looks of them sounded cool, but it's just like it, it's as it's as bad as the food at Cabana Bay. Um. <laughs>
3: that took a nosedive this year, too. <laughs> but uh, what even,
1: about what uh, about the specialty drink? I think I had a sip of it, so I really don't recall. Tinseltown was, was amazing.
3: Um, you could only get it in kids land. So that was. Pretty effing annoying. So I'm sitting here, Josh is like four beers deep, and I'm like, I'm holding out for Tinseltown and finally make it to kids land and only get one. I will say it was fucking delicious. Uh, But the cookie we had, it was supposed to be sugar. I did not taste one iota of sugar anywhere in that cookie.
1: Yeah, the mummy cookie was uh, garbage. It was garbage.
3: You got your churro, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get a churro every year, but, uh, that was it for, for this year. We're going to go back next year. We just always are. Um, this was one of the weakest house lineups. Um, we've, we've almost not gone depending on the announcements. And when we saw this it's like, well, it's, it's the 31st, it's Halloween. They're doing Halloween. We've seen Halloween two, three, four, everything they've done there, but to go back to just Halloween and ready for it to be a knockdown drag out Halloween party it was not Um, overarching theme in all the lower houses Um, really was strong starts and then just fizzling out to a wet fart of an ending, almost like the design team was like, we've got a great, o- we've got a great opening and then couldn't figure out how to finish it. It yeah. was like, let's meander through some hallways and then, oh, there's kind of something at the end. Um, years past, it's been amazing. And I'm going to, I'm going to have to look up names, but when Mike was running everything, Michael Aiello, of course, this was our favorite years, you know, getting, getting, getting the the last couple of years of his shit was on point. There was some duds, yeah, but there was other shit that just, you know, if half the houses were like, oh my God. And this year it was really like two of the houses were like, that was pretty cool. Yep. So, uh, anything else you want to add for this year's visit from, uh, from you?
3: Um, you want to talk about the cabana bay guest experience
1: no with
3: no jump scares i
1: think oh sorry sorry so uh we got the the halloween horror nights tie-ins that happen at cabana bay is three things you know pizza till 3 a.m um swizzle lounge swizzle lounge with with specialty drinks and then whatever experience is going to be upstairs and usually there's something with like at least a hand coming out from a curtain while you're trying to do a photo COVID we at
3: least had a hand come out
1: yeah this this was just a walk through and take pictures in front of sets from universal monsters yeah i kept waiting which i don't know it was neat it was bigger it was it a bigger, was bigger area this year yeah but it's more fun when you go in with someone like when they did the stranger things and yeah. you got to go sit on the couch and they turn the lights on on the wall and shit and they take your phone and take a picture for you that was more fun and i don't want to say it's oh well due to covid they don't want people touching your phone and stuff i can get that but like last year like they 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 still took the pictures. Yeah. Even during COVID, they took the pictures. So, I don't know. It, it was neat that it was bigger, but we always stay at Cabana Bay because it's fucking cheap. The late night pizza and the Halloween Horror Night stuff. And that's what they had this year, which was, uh, at least it's something. Yeah. All right. So, that, that's going to do it for the uh, Josh and Ginger <laughs> on Halloween Horror Night 31 for 2022.
0: All right. So, this is going to be some sort of half-ass interview type format, but not really, because we're going to go into long-winded discussions. But how would you say, without going into too much detail, this compared to the other years you've been?
1: Um, This year and last year are the worst two years in the six years that we've been going.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: And this, this year and last year were bad for different reasons. And okay. in all honesty, um starting to think it's because Michael Aiello, um, who was the creative director over Halloween Horror Nights for a while, has been absent the past two years. He's actually been moved up to, uh, I think, creative director for shit at the new park they're building, uh, Epic Universe. Okay, So I, I'm an asshole. I should have looked to see who's actually been doing shit the past two years. But he went out with a bang, too. That was when we got. You know, two years of trick or treat, two years of killer clowns, like shit that was right up our alley. That's like, oh my God, how do they do anything bigger than this? But the last two years have also been fucking COVID and then going after a hurricane. So the overall park shit, I got to, I got to give it a pass to a certain extent on that. But there, there's some certain things about the houses in particular this year um, that we'll get into that bothered me compared to previous years um okay still okay. a fucking blast and still i'm i'm glad you didn't go last year um for your first time just because it was uh, an anniversary year so it was really really uh original centric and like the the icons that they've created over the years not ip centric and imagine going through all those houses with no scare actors they're all behind plexiglass
0: oh or if they yeah. are
1: in the same room they're like 10 feet away from you. So it was really fucking weird last year. So it was great to have a return to some kind of normalcy
0: this year. I'll be glad we get into detail on the houses in a bit and go through them because there was just so much that I saw. But it was mind blowing to me because, yeah, I go to haunted houses and stuff. and, And there's some similarities between some of the stuff at Universal Studios versus going to a nice haunted house here in town. But the whole thing, like the whole spectacle, and especially the high notes were so fucking just crazy good that my mind was blown so if it gets better oh yeah I can't wait
1: oh yeah it gets better and I'm I'm glad you got to experience especially being to the parks before and like just just feeling studios change and take on this whole different atmosphere
0: it was also cool for me to get to go for the first time this year with it being kind of an anniversary year with it being the 31st like Halloween's on the 31st And I felt like from what I could see, it seems like they leaned on Halloween a lot. And not just the movie Halloween, but like specifically like the holiday Halloween as well.
1: Yes. The overarching theme throughout the park, especially with the scare zones of it being, Hey, this is Halloween from a broken down, uh, the Halloween parade for one of the scare zones and the whole scarecrow thing, the cemetery, um, over in Hollywood, the lighting to a lesser extent, I like it, and that's what was so good about the years that they were really leaning on the 80s when they were doing Stranger Things and everything, mm-hmm. of just feeling like you're in one thing throughout the entire park and not just going from A to B to C. That was there eh, 50% of the level that I've seen it before, but way better than last year. Last year, the, the scare zones and the park as a whole was really disjointed.
0: Yeah, I could see that because of COVID. Yep. So did you get a Lagoon show when you went? Nope this year okay i i didn't but you know we went closer to the hurricane than you did so
1: yeah they they didn't run it and that that was kind of one of my biggest beefs and we'll get into it on scare zone specifically but the lighting was really subpar this year And I don't know if that's because of the hurricane, because like the whole back area of the park, like I have to use this as my example, because it's the best thing I've ever seen them do. When they did killer clowns, they did the whole back area of the park lit up like it's the outside of the big ass circus tent spaceship.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And then this year it was just like some vines and some pumpkins. And like, that's all you ever saw throughout the entire park. And they didn't even do the whole park like that. It was like a couple of areas. It was really weird.
0: Yeah, when we get to scare zones, we didn't see a whole lot. And I don't know if it was because of the hurricane. Let's go through the questions like we did with our wives. Not all of them, but the, the main ones. And then we can break down some houses. Yeah, yeah. What was your top three?
1: Um, my top three, and just a real quick and why. Um, Bugs is number one. Uh, mainly because it was a real cohesive story. It was very immersive. It was fun. It was the comedy house for the year. I got a soft spot for that. I understood what was going on, had a halfway decent run. Everything was real well designed. And me being the conspiracy theory guy and like Monsanto, this is what happens when you let the corporations control your health. You know, like I'm saying that shit while, while standing in the queue and shit number two, which would have been number one, except for we got a shit run in it was uh, actually legends collide, which surprised the shit out of me. I loved it all being in Egypt. Awesome sets love seeing the mummy kind of get his Mm -hmm. own house without it feeling cheap. I don't know if they did different ending scenes, um, for different runs at the end of my run, uh, Dracula decapitated the Wolfman. I don't know if you had that in your run or not.
0: Dracula was staked in mine. Oh really? See,
1: that's what I was wondering. I bet it was different runs would get different
0: endings because his clothes were like nailed to the wall with a stake and smoke coming off or something. If I remember correctly.
1: Okay. My number three is a tie between Halloween and, uh, what was it? Dead man's wharf? Dead man's Dead pier. Dead man's pier? Yeah. Dead man's pier and Halloween. It probably would have been Halloween, except we had an absolute garbage run. It, I didn't get the mirror gag towards the beginning, which is what the gag I was talking about that I was really excited for. Got excellent timing on the closet though. I loved how they did the closet. That was fucking mm-hmm. super easy and genius but even with a bad run that that that's that's my tie for three uh dead man just because it was immersive i felt like i went somewhere yeah temperature changes got rained on really gorgeous sets story was kind of meh because it didn't matter like i was just oohing and on through the whole thing <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah so my top three halloween
1: who would have guessed
0: surprise I mean, it was really well done and I'm going to, that's going to be the one I want to go the most detail in when we go through the houses, but it was very immersive and it, it handled going through the entire film very well. And the mirror, the mirror should have been the last room there at the end. No, 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 not not that
1: mirror gag. The mirror gag at the beginning Um, when, when uh, Michael Myers is coming out of the hedges, but you think he's walking away from you, but he's actually walking towards you. I never had a good timing on it. I saw, I saw him get somebody ahead of me, but he was walking back to, to starting point when I got up there.
0: Gotcha. We did it twice, and I didn't realize there was a mirror gag there. Yeah, I just saw him come out of the hedges or whatever. Yeah, it's right
1: before you turn in front of the house. If you look off to your left, there's a corner over there with a mirror okay. set up where, where he could pop out, but you think he's farther away because of the way the mirror was set up.
0: But Yeah, that was definitely number one, and I would say number two was the Blumhouse one. Really? Yeah, I, I thought it was really good. It had really good scares, and we purposely watched all the movies for the houses before okay. we went. And just like how much shit it included from the movies, and I'm gonna go into that in detail, <laughs> was good. And and the grabbers just fucking terrifying by himself. So, <laughs> uh, and number three was we called it Universal Legends, but yeah, Universal's Universal Collide, I think's the actual name, but that was phenomenal.
1: Yeah, Universal Monsters Legends Collide.
0: So that one was was badass. Well, we don't want to get into detail here. So, what's your bottom three?
1: Um, bottom three. Hang on, I gotta go to my cheat sheet here.
0: And we are aware that we already did this with our wives and you've heard that already, but we haven't heard each other's answers. So.
1: Yeah, and I also didn't have my cheat sheet when I was talking to the wife. So I was basically just piggybacking off of her because when we reviewed the night of, we basically had almost the same list. Descendants of Destruction, it was like a, a, a 101 on how not to do a house. Horrible <laughs> pa- pacing, dead hallways, no good scares, nothing to really follow along. It's just like you're walking around looking at some shit. It, 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 anyways.
0: That one actually had like the most actors other than Universal when we did it. Oh, like, really? took it out of everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: These are in no particular order, by the way. Hellblock Horror, which Hellblock Horror was the Evil Dead house for the new Evil Dead movie that's been postponed. So it was last minute turned into the prison theme shit. Okay. I have a very, very interesting story about that house that we'll go into later, which probably has 50% of why I hated that house so much, but we'll have to go into that later. And uh, the last one that really pissed me off 'Cause it was one of the ones I was most excited about. And that was uh Coven. Um, I think uh yeah, Spirits of the Coven. Yeah. On paper. Fucking love the idea of that house with the the speakeasy and then you find out that you yeah. know you're gonna be tormented and turned into the drinks and da-da-da-da-da. But the story just didn't work. It was, it had an uh-huh. opening scene and the payoff at the end was just stupid. You walk past three witches standing on some shit. It just didn't go together. And, and that one kind of pissed me off. Cause like I said, on paper, I was very excited for that house. And, uh, it looked great. The stuff that was in, it looked great. The, the bar at the, at in, in the, the start of the house, but uh, overall it just,
0: it, it didn't work. I'm going to do, um, my bottom three, but. I just want to say, like, i meant to say this earlier. My experience going, I would probably still do all, all houses next time I go. Oh, yeah. Especially if I was with you guys. But to me, the non-licensed houses weren't any better than me going and seeing a local haunted house. The sets and the costumes were better, and they had more actors, obviously. But they just weren't that extreme to me. Like, I expected them to all be crazy i guess like the movie ones were and they just weren't
1: no and that Does that uh, makes sense yo no totally and the the non ip houses are always the wild cards cuz sometimes you get a theme that somebody comes up with that they love like uh the year that they did scarecrow in uh one of the sprung tents I love the sprung tent houses most of the times because they're so enclosed. You usually get shit over your head and you feel like you're somewhere. Immersion's real important to me in these houses. It was awesome. Like when I was in a cornfield, I thought I was in a cornfield. When I had a fucking scarecrow popping out at me, I was like, shit. And then (laughs) there was one a few years ago. What, What is it? Okay. So Dead Man's Pier, Winter's Wake is a sequel house to Dead Man's Wharf, I think. Um, I maybe mixing okay. up my ears. But it was another one that was an original house. And like you go in and there's like this half sunken ship and then you walk inside of it and the floors are all sideways and shit. And it was okay. just a banger for immersion and it was an original house. And they don't get as much time, they don't get as much money. Go a few years, you'll see them reusing props, reusing walls and shit like that. But the IP houses are usually where it's at, especially if you know the movie or the musician.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'll say my top three were all licensed, but if I had to say my top non-licensed house or, or original house, it was Dead Man's Pier by far.
1: Yeah, it was, it was a great house.
0: It was a good house. Like the, like the immersion, like you said, and like the sunken ship with the siren calling everybody in and stuff, you know, like siren like a mermaid.
1: But you could see her earlier in the house as you're walking and it's like, yeah. oh, that's cool over there in the distance. And then you make two more turns and you're like, whoa,
0: now we're here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, my bottom three houses. Go for you're it. You're going to. Hate me for this one. I did not like the bugs house. <laughs> Neither did Margie. Um, I was expecting a bunch of giant bugs terrifying me because I don't like spiders. I was expecting a lot of spiders and shit to scare me. On paper, it was one of the most unique and cool ideas. And I liked it. And I was going in, I'm like, this is going to be funny. This is going to be like one of my favorites. I know it. But I don't know. I wanted more bug stuff and less like my skin's melting off humans. Yeah. The bug spray. Yeah. The, right. I can understand that. The chupacabra one sucked.
1: You didn't like the saber tooth cat?
0: <laughs> the prop looked bad. They didn't use the chupacabra enough. The costumes weren't good. I just didn't like it. And spirits of the coven was the most boring thing I've ever done in my fucking life. <laughs> like when we walked up and I was like, oh, it's a speakeasy and it's got the secret door and everything. This is going to be great. And then it just like just downhill and just kept crashing. Yup. And crashing. Yup. And, crashing. <laughs> and um, we did the scream early. And you can get there at three for the holding area and five's the cutoff time. We got there at five. Okay. So we were at the end of the lines in the holding areas, but we still got into our second house by the time they opened the front gates, which was cool. Cause we didn't use our fast passes for those. Yeah. So Blumhouse didn't have a long line either. So we did that without a fast pass. So at the end of the night, I was able to go back and do Halloween and Blumhouse again. Cause that was both mine and Margie's top two. Okay. So, uh, it was really cool.
1: Here's what's weird. So we went to, we stayed at Cabana Bay. So you go to the separate entrance and sometimes they let you in early. Sometimes they don't. This year we got there in a little over an hour early and they didn't even have a line for the, so the resort huh. guests were just immediately let in. And I'm like, this is fucking weird. And then instead of letting us into the park, they opened a side gate and started waving everybody over. And they're like, first house this way, first house this way. And dumped us straight into Hellblock. We literally, we walked in, walked to the door to go into the soundstage, got told to wait while all the scare actors came in. They they weren't even running the house yet. And I think that's 50% of why that was so bad for us because they didn't even have everybody in there yet. And we got pushed through
0: there. We had a similar experience with our second run of Blumhouse because basically we got in line right before the park closed. Okay. So, like, if you're in line already, you get to go through, Yeah. but it's the end of the shift. And, and we did find out they rotate the actors out every hour, Yeah. right? So, if you go at the beginning of the hour, you're going to get, like, fully fresh, ready to scare you. Into the hour, they're worn out. So, ready we into the hour, but since, yeah, yeah, and since we'd already done the houses, or done that house before, we knew there were things missing. Like, the girl from Freaky, there was one of her in the house the second time we went through. That's only one the whole time.
1: Our run, there was only one of her.
0: There were so fucking many of her the first time, but like, <laughs> it's because they were sending all the, they were sending all the actors home. It wasn't even how the actors came out in black robes, like on a Star Wars movie set covering their costumes and stuff. Yes. So you couldn't see them when they're outside. So I thought it was kind of neat.
1: Yeah. Our first year we were like, what the fuck is that? And then you start to realize, oh, okay. Crew change.
0: <laughs> let's go over scare zones and food and drinks before we go in depth on the houses. I was going to do the houses here, but let's knock out the other shit. Then go on the long, you know. Okay. Tirade. <laughs> I'm going to start the scare zones out just because we didn't get a whole lot of it. Like I said, the carnival area was really neat. And those were the best actors we saw out of any of the areas. But for some reason, that took up almost the entire park. (laughs) Like, I don't know if they had like shit fucked up from the hurricane or something, but like, Five of the haunted houses were all in that scare zone. Yes. Like it took up so much of the park.
1: That's how they do it back there because of the two sound stages, which is kind of annoying because you got the, well, you've been there. You got the two in the back, the entrance, and then the one through Jimmy Fallon, New York thing. Yeah. What they've done in years past is there'll be a small scare zone there. And then another scare mm-hmm. zone starts and goes all the way down that street, all the way down to where the, okay. which thing was like when they did Rob zombie, that's how it was. It was all down that back thing. And there was half naked chicks everywhere and shit on fire everywhere. <laughs> it was awesome. But yeah, seeing that stretch out the way it did and the, the whole idea of it being the broken down, what the fuck happened, uh, parade, yeah. it was great. That, w- that was a-, a tie for my second favorite scare zone or a tie for my favorite scare zone.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. The props being out like the dead bodies and the like lollipop heads and stuff, that was awesome. We took pictures with all that shit. I kept messing with Margie because the cat girl on, on Stilts kept coming near us and I kept calling her my girlfriend or whatever. Nah. <laughs> but those those actors I felt like did a really good job blending in with the crowd. I can only go through a few of these, so I'm gonna just do my few and then let you fill in the blanks, I guess. Okay. Um, the chainsaw one, the beginning of it was lame. I'm sorry. The chainsaw one had a really funny incident that I think we were lucky to see at the beginning, and then it was lame for the rest of it. I don't know if it was due to a shift change or what, but when we walked in, you know, we came in the Simpsons area, and it, it's in the Krusty the Clown carnival spot where we walked in. We came from that side. Yeah. And, you know, they have the slam the hammer down the ding the bell game right there, right? Yeah. yeah. And you had your cheesy classic 1980s big jacked bald dude ready to go, right? Not an actor. <laughs> this was, uh, you know... A patron just like us and you know that he's going to put all his muscle into it and hit it too hard which doesn't work on those right oh, and yeah. there's a big crowd gathering around him and everybody's like cheering the guy on and go dude go and fist pumping and when we walked in we could tell that the guy in the middle was one of the chainsaw guys and nobody realized he was standing in this like tight group of people
1: Oh. and he was cheering the guy
0: go dude go and he's like you got this <laughs> and then as soon as the dude hit it he's like oh man nice try and then he yelled and just ripped the chainsaw ah. and like they fucking shit then we took 10 steps and there was a group of 10 chainsaw people standing in a circle back to back staring at everybody without using their chainsaws and i thought it was like some sort of gag or story so we stood there for about five minutes and they never moved or did their chainsaws? Well, so then we left. At
1: least you saw more chains uh, chainsaw guys than we did. There's uh, <laughs> so the the theme last few years is Simpsons Land has been the unofficial roaming horde of chainsaw people, um, with no okay. with no official scare zone. And this year we saw maybe three or four uh, people with chainsaws, and it was towards the end of the night. It was real, and that's how it was last year too. I don't know if it's fucking gas prices or what, but
0: uh, <laughs> not
1: a lot of chainsaws.
0: We did notice as we were walking further in a new group of chainsaw people coming in. And I looked at my watch and it was like well after on the hour. So I'm imagining like they were supposed to be on break 15 minutes ago Uh. when we walked up. (laughs) I'm like, fuck it. I'm not doing it. (laughs) (laughs) There was the like the pumpkin. Was there a pumpkin and a scarecrow one or is that the same one?
1: No, no. There's at the front right. Right after you go in the front gate, if you just go straight, there's the pumpkin Lord scare zone and then over in central park is where they had the scarecrow, uh, scare zone.
0: I thought they were separate. So when you do scream early, you go through a very tight line in the middle of the day, like sun's up and you have to walk past all these scare zones that aren't active yet. And they still have the drop cloths over everything. Yeah. So we started our night at Jimmy Fallon's for Halloween. Okay. First house we did. And I had to go, like, we did a weird circle from there. Right. So, like, I ended up coming into like the entrance like way late. Gotcha. So, I, I lost all frame of reference at that point on what was actually the entrance. But those were cool. Um, there was this really neat thing. We we're walking up a road like perpendicular to another road and we see three girls run. Well, first we heard the blood curdling scream and they go <laughs> running past us. Right. And then um, it was like a scarecrow dude with a pumpkin head came running full fucking speed on stilts, chasing them. Like, yeah, so He was chasing the girls and they were running from them. But he was hauling ass on the stilts, man. It was badass. Yeah. But yeah, that's all we saw. We couldn't find any of the other scare zones. We looked for them and couldn't. Oh, wow. I mean, I guess there was the area with like the pagan lady and the demons and stuff. I guess that was technically a scare zone, wasn't it? But yes. I just thought of that as like a show. No, no. that was it was like on a timer and stuff. Okay,
1: that's the curse of San Francisco. So every scare zone that they put in San Francisco always ends up being just one set piece. A little bit past that stage, if you turn back towards the, lu- the lagoon, they rethemed one of the bars with like all these runes and like which is okay. looking shit. But that, that was it. Like the one I can remember from a few years ago, they did an alien invasion scare zone in the same spot. And the whole scare okay. zone was literally a crash UFO and two guys walking around in alien
0: costumes. Like that, that's the whole scare
1: zone. <laughs> that is And that was before the fast and furious took up space over there. So that area has always been cursed for scare zones.
0: It was kind of neat though. It was a, it was a good little short show, but past that we couldn't find any of the houses we tried. So you're going to have to fill me on, on the rest of your brother
1: <laughs> to piggyback off of yours. Of course, Horrors of Halloween, which is where you had the Pumpkin Lord at the beginning with all the pumpkins hanging up on the trusses and shit, which, fuck that, those belong, they belong in Central Park, they've been in Central Park the past few years and it's, gorgeous when they do it over there but it was all right and the dude at least the guy we saw doing the pumpkin lord bit and and you know inviting people in and then the fire goes and all that shit he was cool
0: we didn't see that part actually we just <laughs> walked through it and they had all the tree stumps and the little pumpkin people would come out yeah and scare the shit out of everybody but yeah i didn't see a show or the pumpkin lord talk or fire
1: sweet revenge the parade fucking awesome love the the like 50s 60s feel of it um did you go down yeah. the little alley with the little bitty food food booth off of there where like it, it was pieces of human bodies and shit and plastic wrap that you could buy as food.
0: Yes. The meat market. Yes. Yeah. We went into detail on that a little bit. Yeah. That was great.
1: Okay. So that was really cool that that was in the middle of that.
0: I forgot that was actually a scare zone because I was thinking of it as a shopping area because you could get so much food and drinks and stuff there. Oh no, it's a
1: shopping area, but it was just really cool. They've never done anything like that to that extent. And to see it in the middle of the park. It was parade, better than some
0: of the scare zones I saw.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna walk around the park. So then there there was the the friggin conjure the dark, which we sat and watched half of one of the shows. It was okay. Now getting over to Scarecrow Central Park. Um, I have big beef with that because that's an area. So when they did the trick or treat scare zone, that's where they did it, and they okay. they put hundreds of hand carved, lit up jack lanterns all in the trees. And then of course you had nice. uh, all the characters from trick or treat. You had Sam's running around. You had the werewolf girls. Like it was just awesome. And in years past, they've done stuff where they built a creepy church over there and and others, And they built a barn this year. I don't know how much it, it was fucked up by Ivan, but it was too fucking dark. Like by the time the sun went down, when we walked through there, you couldn't see shit. And it just, it it ruined it for me. And it's usually my favorite fucking area of the park for scare zone, unless it gets really crowded because it's so fucking narrow through there. And then graveyard, uh, graveyard, deadly unrest, which is over in the, the Hollywood side where like the prop shop is and where the, You'll usually see Scooby-Doo and uh, and all that shit over there.
0: Oh, we missed all that then. Okay.
1: It was actually pretty cool because it was dimly lit to where it felt like moonlight. Of course, it was like walking through a cemetery with all these ghosts and ghouls and shit. And the soundtrack they had running over there was just like... A, a soft, spooky music bed and like crickets and like distant thunder and shit. And it's a real quiet area of the park compared to everything else. Okay. As long as there's no chainsaw guys.
0: <laughs> That's the one I wanted to see the most and we, we couldn't find it. I'm actually have to cheat and find a YouTube video now.
1: Yeah, it, w- it was pretty cool the way they had it set up. And I mean, that was it for the scare zones. And that brings me into what I was bitching about earlier with central park, um, which was the, the scarecrow area is lighting was blah this year. I mean, full on bleh compared to years past. And once again, I don't know if that's because shit got damaged by the hurricane, but it was so Probably. fucking bar.
0: Did you guys watch the fire acrobatic show thing?
1: No, we talked about it, but we took too many smoke breaks and we were, we were, <laughs> we were done with everything before 11.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So we shut the park down. We didn't get home until three 30 in the morning. So
1: this is the absolute fastest in and out we have ever had. <laughs>
0: I mean, I talked to a guy. He was there with his like grown college age daughter. He was waiting on her to come to the restroom. I was waiting on my wife, and and he said they got the fast passes, and he just did all ten houses in two and a half hours.
1: Yeah, that that's about how ours went. I think the longest wait time we had with Express was twelve minutes.
0: Oh no, our, it must have been well. We had to go during fall break because we had to have somebody watch our kids, and we're never going to do that again. We're going to have somebody come <laughs> to town and take our kids to school, which was the original plan. That's how we were going to go with you guys, but that was the one week my mother-in-law could not take off and come to come to town. So we were there with all the college kids and high school kids on fall break. Right. So oh. it was packed. So even with fast passes, it was like 45 minute lines and stuff. Like the lines got up two 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 and a half hours. If you didn't have a fast pass, it was insane. And, um, I'll never, I'll never go during that time again, but it's funny. You said, you know, wasting time on, on smoke breaks, that kind of segues me into the the food and drinks we spent like two hours trying to find good food and drinks and realized that we we're just gonna have to fucking abandon all hope and, and do rides because everything there was just fucking shit here trash uh we watched some youtube videos we didn't want to have the houses and the scare zones spoiled for us but we wanted like tips and tricks because yeah. that did us really well the first time we went to disney world and we always do that and food reviews and stuff and like everybody's like get the twisted taters well they forgot to cook ours right so they're basically raw <laughs> potatoes Uh, all the food looked great like it looked great like the way it was supposed to look like rat tails or guts and stuff but we tried three different food items from three different booths they were all disgusting i ate all of it because i was hungry and a little intoxicated and (laughs) i'll eat anything but my poor wife was like jesus this shit is terrible the drinks were so bad i didn't mind the sour beer the one that had slimer on it right that that was like the themed beer yeah I'm not a huge sour fan. That's probably the best sour I've had as somebody that doesn't like sour. A sour fan might not have liked it, but I thought it was pretty good. But um, one of the drinks almost made me throw up because it (laughs) tasted so bad. And I went to go get a Bloody Mary at the meat market, which the Bloody Mary was really good. But that's because it was just a Bloody Mary. Right. She's like, sorry, sir, you can only have one drink at a time. And I'm like, do you know how bad this thing is? And she starts (laughs) laughing at me. She's like, that's what I've heard. And it was one of the pumpkin one with fucking pimento bitters in it and shit. And I was like, give me a minute. And she's like, well, there's a garbage can over there if you you want to just pour it out. And I'm like, I really want to pour it out, but like, I can't do that. (laughs) So I chugged it. And and I'm like, (laughs) after I chugged it. And then got my Bloody Mary, and and Margie finally found some food she wanted. It was at the meat market, once again, but it was basically like General So's chicken. Yeah. And she liked that, and my wife finally got something to eat to to put on her stomach. And then I was like, I'm just not going to drink or stick with the Slimer beer going forward. And then somebody told me I had to try the pecan pie, which I said pecan pie (laughs) when Margie and I were recording. (laughs) I've never said pecan in my life, and I wasn't even trying to fucking do it. And I said pecan pie by accident. But anyways,
1: removing all doubt of how southern we really are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they were like, "You got to try this pecan pie, like stout ale." It was fucking delicious. Okay. But it's a one and done cuz it was so fucking sweet and rich. Oh. But what was you guys' food experience and then how does that compare to like other years that you've been there?
1: I'm going to go with the drinks first. I was lucky to hit Bud Light at every cart. So I just pounded a beer. In between each house. So I, I was lit <laughs> after like the yeah. first four houses. She ended up, she, we walked all around the park till we found a booth that had the Tinseltown drink and it was actually okay. It didn't have any of the pumpkin stuff in it.
0: <laughs> I like pumpkin stuff. It was the pimento. Oh, the pimento better. It was bitters. killing us. It was in everything. Cause I had the gold drink also and it was bad. We, we wanted to try the Tinseltown one, but after I'd just gotten burned two times in a row, it's like, I'm not paying $15 for another fucking nasty drink.
1: Yeah. It was all right. Food-wise, what did we get? We got the mummy sugar cookie, which was the worst sugar cookie I've had my entire life. (laughs) Everything else we looked at, here's the thing. Okay, so I did the same thing. I watched the videos of like the annual pass holders and popular YouTubers that got to demo all the food early. And I'm like, oh, the Skull Pizza thing looks and sounds awesome. And the rat tails and da-da-da-da. I'm like, the food looks like they're really trying this year because food's always been pretty subpar. It's been... Okay. Twisted taters every year if you can get it when it's cooked. Pizza fries if you can get it when it's cooked. They started doing s'mores fries with – I love s'mores. They do sweet potato fries yeah. with s'mores shit on them. The, Ooh. The I had those the last couple of years, but not this year. But those are always there. As far as specialty food goes this year, by the time the, the actual event started and people started talking about the food on the forums – it was, oh shit. It's, it's taken a step back because last year okay. was the first year that specialty food was actually good. They had a, uh, uh, what's it called? A Luther, you know, a burger on a donut. They had, okay. they had these little Luther sliders that were fucking awesome. They had a candied pork belly on a stick that was awesome. Last year was like, oh my God, there's finally good food. And then this year it was like, I ain't even going to waste the money And it, from what I'm hearing. <laughs> I'm, I'm just not, I'll get my nasty ass pizza at the hotel at the end of the night.
0: I wish I still had a taste for like domestic piss beer <laughs> because I would have had a much more enjoyable time with the food and the beer and stuff. But every cart other than like the specialty ones that had like the pecan pie beer and stuff like they just had like whatever the themed beers were there. But that was like the big cart in the middle. Yeah. The normal drink carts, though, you only had four options. It was the Slimer Sour, Bud Light, Michelob Ultra,
1: and White Claw. And White
0: Claw. Yep. Yeah. They might have had Modelo, but I was like, hell, at least throw a yingling in there or something that I can drink. <laughs> I'm such a, like, fucking beer snob now. I've, I've evolved from my Milwaukee's best days when we were growing up, but, you know.
1: <laughs> pre-game. Pre-game if you can. Get your buzz going first. Well, you want to do uh, some uh, some house highlights and some house letdowns?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I want to start this off with Halloween if I can real quick. <laughs> but, of course. <laughs> I'm going to do that in Blumhouse and then like, I'll just kind of let you go from there okay? and riff off of you because uh, the only other one that I can go into like super good detail on is the universal one. And like, after you talk about it, I'll just kind of tell you about our experience because it was really neat, but that was a fun one. But I'll just do Halloween and Blumhouse to get us started and just kind of, you know, talk back on me on, you know, anything you want to comment and say, obviously yeah, the experience of it doing the movie in order and, and me having the fucking movie memorized like beat by beat. It was just really cool. They did a good job, like, going from set to set, and it was just so massive. Like, it amazed me. You know, you you walk in the house, and you're in the entryway where the staircase is. Obviously, you can't go up the stairs. But, it, you know, it's just like going in the movie, you know, yeah. first-person view. And then you get to see Meyer's little room, like his little kid room, which was neat, right? And... um, then you go in the sister's room and the, you hear Michael from the sister and the little clown, Mike, you scared the shit out of Marty, like right on, <laughs> right there. And then you got, you know, Judith Meyer's body there. It was awesome.
1: You had Bob stabbed to the wall and shit.
0: Yeah, 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 it really did go through the movie perfectly. And that was our first time there. So we had never experienced like the wooden slats that slam and like you can feel the wave in your ankles. Yeah. So when Bob popped out of the closet upside down, like it's scared. <laughs> the shit out of us (laughs) and um i really liked it when you got to the part of the movie where laurie's in the closet and you get to see the closet stuff but then you walk down that hallway and they had all the clothes hanging that are in your way and you had to move the clothes out of your way like you were in the closet right yeah it was just so fucking immersive and and they did a really good job of hiding like the movie characters like when you know linda is like sitting there getting strangled and stuff it just fucking came out of nowhere and they had michael's hidden fucking everywhere and they were all so good and then when i'm like this can't get any better and we walk into the fucking hall of mirrors and you can't tell what's an actor what's a mannequin and what's a reflection and margie is just freaking out she's behind me she's like pushing me like go 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 trying (laughs) to get out and i'm like i can't tell what's not a mirror you know (laughs) and the first time we went in we'd been standing outside in the sun because the sun hadn't set yet next time I'm going to bring sunglasses for scream early. Oh yeah. So like the first time we went in, like my eyes weren't fully adjusted either. So that hall of mirrors fucked me up, but it was just like awesome, scary. And, and somehow we missed Dr. Loomis the first time. So I was glad we got to see him the second time when the patients are escaping. Yeah, but yeah. They did fucking everything. It was just so immersive and it was so cool to get to like walk through the movie basically.
1: Yes, and w- we got Loomis on our run. Thankfully, we got most everything on our run except for the the gag at the beginning. I was talking about, and it was really dope that you like walk into the credits at the beginning before you yeah. get to the house and shit. But the mirror room at the end that was like totally unexpected. And if someone told you about that, you'd be like, "That's dumb for the end of a Halloween house because it it doesn't sound like something fitting, especially after walking through the movie." And it was like, "This has been so fun," and then you get to that room and you're like, "I'm actually
0: fucking creeped out now," <laughs> right? <laughs> because I mean. The shape is a scary mask in a scary costume, and you can't tell anything because there's no fucking moving features. And then it just comes at you. And all the guys that were playing the shape, like they had the head tilts, man. They had the, the, the stop slow walks down. They had to the hold the kitchen knife up just right, man. It, oh, yeah. was like, it was like they made sure they hired true fans of that film Well, this is to the play the shape and all of them.
1: Third Halloween house we've seen. In the years we've been going, so they've, they've, hopefully they've got some scary actors that have done it a few times at this point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is this the first time you've gone and it was the original film? Yes. Okay. And I think that really, I would have enjoyed any Halloween-themed Myers house, but, like, I think the fact that I got to go and see, like, the 78 Halloween is my first time there. My first house out of all of Halloween Horror Nights was that. It, it was just, nothing was going to live up to it. You know what <laughs> no, I mean? Yeah. But, I, I don't know, like, just how immersive it was 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 badass. Do you do you have anything else you want to add to it or?
1: No, just that that fucking closet, the way they had it set up for people to understand. So like, I, I want to say you walk up a little bit first, or maybe I'm just, I know I'm supposed to be upstairs and in my head, I remember it that way. But like Jesse said, you're walking through the hallway and you're, you're there's clothes in front of you. Like there's clothes hanging and you're walking through them and there's the closet doors to your left and the closet doors to your right. And then you've got fucking Lori going batshit crazy on, on the left. And then Mikey fucking busting out his shit on the right. Like you're in between them in the closet. Scene. Yeah so fucking smart of a way to do that. I I got, I was like, yeah, it's Halloween. It's Halloween. It it looks good. I remember this hallway from the exorcist. I remember this hallway from the shining just because of them reusing layouts. And, uh, but then it got to that and I'm like, I'm grinning ear to ear. And of course, right after that is the mirrors. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, this is a good fucking house.
0: (laughs) And they did a good job. of having Lori scare you because almost anytime Lori was set there to do a blood curdling scream, you couldn't see her until it was too late. Yeah. Right. Like you'd cut a corner and she was there or you'd have to move a flannel shirt out of your way and she's there on the wall. And they did a really good job. Like Lori would scare you. And then Michael, who's three feet across the hallway, then comes out with a knife swinging at you, you know, and it's like you get fucking double shit on there. Even the the living room where she's sitting in the, the corner with the knitting needles. You can't see her when you walk in from the hallway. Yeah. And then she just starts screaming and you're staring at her. And then Michael comes charging out from the fucking kitchen. And it's like, oh, shit. And I think, you know, that's about the time you go to the mirror room somewhere around there. So I don't know. I, I love that house. So, yeah, I don't want to go too, too long on that one. But um, the Blumhouse one, once again, like how involved it was with the film is, is what made it for me. Because my wife doesn't watch horror movies, right? Like I can, I can rarely get her to watch when I did get her to watch Hush with Me finally last night. Thank God. I've been wanting to watch that one with her forever. So I love that movie. Okay. But I got her to watch The Black Phone and Freaky before we went. And, uh, I don't know. It was just really neat. Cause you know, you walk in cause it starts out with freaky. Cause I didn't know if it was going to be both houses mixed. I didn't realize it was technically two houses back to back.
1: Yeah. This is like the third time they've done this and it, there's always a break in between the movies,
0: which was perfect. I would have preferred it the way we got it. Right. But I was assuming it was going to be mixed, but it was nice seeing like the wall mask and the mask is missing just like in the movie, the way they cut to it, you know? Yeah. And they did a good job of having like the, the kids that get murdered at the beginning placed around everywhere. And all of the Vince Vaughn's pop it out in that mask, man, they I don't know. To me, that was the best hidden jumps was that movie. Like, just the Vince Vaughn's came out of some random ass fucking spots. And I thought that was really neat. And um, like I said, the first time we went through, there was a lot of the, I can't think of the girl character's name right now, but there was a lot of her as the slasher scaring the shit out of you. And that was neat. But the thing that blew my mind the most was really cool shot in the freaky movie. To anyone who hasn't seen it, when he goes to, to kill the girl, she's in this ridiculous bunny mascot. I think it's a bunny, but she's in their school mascot outfit, right? Yeah. She's the mascot. And he chases her down and he tackles her in the field. And he's got this sacrificial Mayan dagger that he stole at the beginning of the movie, right? That he goes to kill her with. And that's why they swap bodies. But when he pulls it up and swings it down, there was a cool CGI effect in the movie where the football field turned to them on top of a Mayan temple and shifted back, right? Yeah. And they did that with the house. You you saw the mascot on the bench and then you walk in and the walls look like walls on the outside and in a field and it turned into the fucking temple and shifted back. And that was just like so fucking neat of like an Easter egg or something if you're paying attention. And then it kind of did that like as you walked through the story, right? Like you would occasionally see the house's walls turn into a temple's walls, which wasn't necessarily literally in the movie, but it was kind of neat and then I was not expecting the motherfucker to get mowed down by gunfire at the end. And that was uh, jarring. <laughs> you know, we live near the hood, bros. So it was a little. You're <laughs> <laughs> ready to get down. And then, you know, my anticipation of walking to Black Phone, because I, I like the movie and I think the grabber is one of the scariest masks made in a while.
1: Nah.
0: Right. <laughs> and, uh, I know that this one's like, I'm not going to go into as much detail, but like it was scary just because the grabber mask did enough of the work for you. I felt like, and they hit him really well and he came out. But my favorite two parts were near the end of the movie when the kids would have been training the boy on the phone, you know, how to, how to get out of there. You basically, you'd cut the corner into the basement and you'd see the black phone on the wall and the walls would go like translucent and you could see the ghost kids. And you could hear them talking, give them the lessons. Then you cut the corner and they'd scare you. And then you go around the corner and you're in the basement again with the phone and it's the next kid. Oh, wow. And I thought it was really cool how they did that.
1: We didn't get any of the ghost kids on our run.
0: Oh, but you... That must have been confusing then when you kept going into the basement with the phone over and over again. Yeah, I was just
1: like, is it an interactive phone? And I would spin the dial on it and listen to see if anybody screamed around me because they'll do buttons and stuff like that to get people with other other scares. So maybe I was focused too much on the phone because I'm like, is it interactive? And I'm doing the dial on it. And then I'm like, I'm walking to the next room. I'm like, why am I in here again? And then I go over to the other phone and I'm like, do. I didn't catch that at all. And then when it gets to towards the end, when he's actually got the, the kid with the whole dug and everything, like I missed that scare to where, like I could just see them in silhouette and like, I actually stood there for okay. a second waiting to see some lighting and then got told to move. So we probably, and like you, okay, I'm sorry. I'm just jumping into it now on, on freaky only saw the girl once only saw the Vince Vaughn character once or twice. So maybe we, oh. we may have caught that house on shift change.
0: It sounds like it. Cause there was at least, 10 12 Vince Vaughns <laughs> when we did it and probably like 5 of the girl and then the second time we had like 5 to 10 Vince Vaughns and one of the girl. Oh damn. But the uh that was the end of the, uh, the park was closed at that point. But yeah, the the last part of of Black Phone when you go in the kitchen and it's the part where he's sleeping in the chair. Yeah. And it's a fucking mannequin. I'm this is, there's spoilers. It's a fucking mannequin the whole time. But you don't fucking know. And like, I just knew he was going to get us. And then the second time we went to the house, I'm like, I still think it's a dude, right? Like, it's just, he's really picky. on when he did it and the line was sparse enough and they weren't there to push us through that. I walked up to it and checked it. And it was a mannequin.
1: Oh, dude. <laughs> so I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause I was like breaking my neck, looking backwards, walking past him. Like, that's a dude, that's a dude. He's going to get somebody. He's going to get somebody.
0: <laughs> and that house had some really jarring, like the wood slats dropping down. But yeah, like I said, I think. It was so cool to me because it was being in the movie, like immersed in the movie, and it, it really fucking added to it.
1: Yeah, that, that's what makes the IP houses so awesome is seeing, you know, being in the movie or seeing how creative they get to make stuff happen. Like uh, Beetlejuice and Ghostbusters were, oh, and oh my
0: God, Poltergeist. I'd kill to see those three. I was going saying,
1: say now that you've been there and like can understand the immersiveness of it. Like when they knock it out of the park, they really fucking knock it out of the park.
0: I would have killed to have seen haunting a Hill house too.
1: It. Okay. Both the previous Blumhouse houses were just kind of like, yeah, you walked through the movie. There wasn't anything that was like, oh my God, for me at least.
0: Okay. I hate that you guys got a bad run of the Blumhouse one. Cause it was really, really well done. That just kind of shows you though. That sucks. And, I had a curse strip and I'm going to go to that in the end, but that just kind of shows you how you could pay a bunch of money and go and get shit runs on the houses though. And that's kind of unfortunate.
1: Yes. And that is, the, that is the risk you take with doing, I mean, if you don't get express pass, you're going to have a hard time hitting all 10 houses. It can be done. And, and what we do, we, we burn the express pass. We go through all the houses, we bomb around the scare zones. We maybe get some food and we bounce. And, uh, that's the risk you take. If you're going to see each house once, like you could get a garbage run one time and yeah. get every scare the next time. And that will totally change your perception of the house to this day. We've never done a house more than once.
0: Oh, okay. I wanted to make sure I did at least Halloween twice. <laughs> um, but we enjoyed Blumhouse so much that we, we both wanted to squeeze that one in and um, we just stood in line. We were like, okay, park closes in 15 minutes. It's an over hour line. Yeah. We're just gonna get in the line and we're just gonna wait it out, right? Like we're already going home late. Fuck it. We want to do it because we didn't use fast passes for Halloween or Dead Man's Pier originally. So oh, okay. I could have went and did Dead Man's Pier again because we still had a fast pass. But like the park was about to close and we just we just really wanted to do Bumhouse. I did find out that if you live in Florida, there is a a package you can buy that was like really, really cheap, right? And basically you bought it and you could go for the entire season.
1: This may be what this is. There's a rush of fear, which is a multi-night ticket where you can go multiple times and then get express pass or just, you know, people who do rush of fear will talk about going to the park only to go to two houses that night. And then maybe, you know, two days later going and doing all the houses and and shit like that. There's ways to do it. If you're a local, like imagine living there and like being an annual pass holder and shit. Like you could just go one weekend and be like, Hey, let's go do a couple of the houses. Yeah. Those, Those people. And then you got the crazy people that like, you know, the crazy people that tour the country to ride roller coasters over and over again, that will literally go five or six times a season just to do halloween horror nights that that they can tell you oh that set piece was used in this house in this year and this house in that year the and they've been doing this since 99 (laughs) It's (laughs) like fucking crazy
0: you guys are going to get an update in an episode instead of the next one my wife actually heard me talking and corrected me for florida residents it's a 31 day pass basically and there is no limitation you can actually go in as many houses as you want when you go but the guy that did it was saying you can usually only get three houses because the lines are so long.
1: That would make sense. Cause the first year we went, the wife would not agree to spend the money on express pass. And we didn't do all the houses.
0: They're like double the price of the tickets. It's bullshit. Oh,
1: they were like 50, percent 80% higher this year than last year. Damn. Oh yeah. Ticket prices were rough this year, but that year, you know, we only did like half the houses. I remember standing in line for the exorcist for like two and a half hours. Um, uh, mm-hmm. like my feet hurt so bad that night, but it, yeah, it yeah. expresses the way to
0: go. Definitely. Definitely. But yeah, if you're a Florida resident, that, that definitely would be a good deal. We kind of followed the rule that we saw on a couple of YouTube channels. They're like, if the line, and I saw this on Reddit as well, if the lines under 20 minutes, don't use your fast pass. Yeah. Don't burn it. And that's what we did because like, that's, that's a pretty quick line. I mean, we've got to Disney world and stuff. So that's a quick line. And then you have your express pass to go do it again. You know?
1: Yeah. See, and that's what I'd like to do, but the, the wife's feet can only handle so much. Um, especially on a trip where we do the parks too, but I'm fine with it. As long as I get to see it, uh, each house at least once, uh, yeah. I, I'm getting my money's worth. I'm going to go to the elephant in the room here just because as far as Florida goes doing a music themed house, West coast has gotten a few music themed houses, but the year that got canceled, there was supposed to be, or there was going to be a Billy Eilish house. And when yeah. that news hit the forums, I was one of the many people, I don't listen to Billy Eilish and I'm like, this is stupid. And then I watched a couple of music videos. And more importantly, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before I watched you did. some live shows about their production team and how how the, the stuff was on stage and that those were the ones helping with the design of the house. And I was ready, man. Yeah, Cause and she
0: does some dark shit on her shows and stuff like I, that would probably be really cool. Yeah. So
1: at the last minute they pulled the plug on that. So when it's, it's going to be the weekend and I'm like, this is like fucking full on pop. Like this isn't even dark theme stuff. So right before we went, I sat and watched like three of the videos from after hours mm-hmm. and thank God I did. That is the only thing that made the house quote unquote make sense at least I kind of understood what was going on. Ginger hated it, but like mm-hmm. the opening, when you walk in with the throat slashing and everything, like I knew what was going on at least.
0: Okay. I didn't. I mean, I know his songs cause Margie and my daughter love them, but like, and he's got some pretty good songs actually, but uh, I didn't know anything about the videos. Yeah. His
1: videos have fucked up whore shit in them. That doesn't go with the music. Um, at least they did for this album. So that at least made the house make sense but it turned into a feeling like the uh, being surrounded by the nurses from fucking silent hill too. Um, (laughs) so the gag at the end and after already doing Halloween, the gag at the end with which one's real, which one's not kind of fell flat, but it was pretty neat. I I thought it was going to be more of a, of a crazy ride banger. And it it, it really wasn't
0: that one to me. Like it started off. Real weak, like the first half, like when you're walking through and it's like the lizard people in the bar and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean this is gonna be fucking lame. But then you got like the room where he's getting tortured, and you had like the room with the fucking pile of shit, and you had like the, the intestines hanging out in one of the rooms. And then I like the mirror room; it was like a a light version of the the Halloween house one. Yeah. But like, I thought it picked up pretty decent at either the second half or the last third or somewhere around there. I'd have to re go through it. Like it it got fun at the end, but I was pretty bored at the beginning. <laughs>
1: Um, one other one I want to touch back on more is, uh, uh, Fiesta de Chupacabra. Cause walking into the first, the facade and the opening thing of the town and it's, you know, uh, day of the dead and everything. It's like, this is going to be great. Like we're going to go in here. It's going to feel like we're there. Da 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 da. And you go in and it's kind of ho-hum. And then you see the first saber tooth cat and it's like, well, that sucks. And then there's all these people running around in Majora's mask masks. And I, I, I didn't, I didn't. Yeah. And that's all it was. And then there was another animatronic of the, the, the fucking Chubacabra that comes out later on. And that was it. And there, and I said this earlier with me and ginger, what bothered me this year, more than previous years is a lot of the houses opened strong. And then just like you said earlier about a couple of the houses, decline, 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 and then pfft, wet fart at the end. Like, It is like they, they kept coming back to the well of, well, there's going to be this big opening and it's going to be cool. And then halfway through the house is going to change. And then you're going to walk through a couple of dark hallways and then it's going to be completely different. And it's over. Like, where's the thread? (laughs) Like that's, it seemed to be a rinse and repeat on a lot of the original houses this year, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. I didn't know what to expect going into that one. Like, I think I actually made a joke to Margie walking in and I said, I don't know if we're going to be in like some goat farm fields with dead goats and <laughs> coming out or what? Like I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And I saw the Day of the Dead thing and I'm like, oh this is gonna be fucking awesome. And then I don't know, we we weren't trying to be culturally insensitive with the Majora's mask thing, but the masks were pretty cheesy. They were. They didn't look authentic at all and and it just it wasn't good.
1: No. Now I do want to say like the good and the bad, like I still had a great time. I have a great time every year. I'm gonna go next year, even if, you know, there there was two houses I gave a shit about this year uh, before going mm-hmm. and that was Halloween and Bugs um, and, well Coven but that <laughs> got ruined um, <laughs> but as far as production design goes like there was good actors there was there was good animatronics there was great sets there's always great sets yeah it's the what ties it all together is do I feel like I'm somewhere else and am I following a story and am I, am I getting the shit scared out of me and I had so many close calls for scares I had people in front of me get hit great great. I had people right behind me get hit. Great. And that's fun too. Like I remember walking through this one house where there was this dude in front of me with his girlfriend that he, she was freaking out and he was the tough guy. I don't even remember what house it was, but halfway through he started screaming like a little girl and running. And like, (laughs) I get just as much enjoyment out of seeing other people get the shit scared out of them as I do having it happen to me. So I don't mind missing the scares. If I see other people get scared.
0: Yeah. Cause it it works. It like transfers to you, right? Like I was fortunate in one way. I'm pretty sure the actors can tell who's fucking terrified and doesn't like horror and can't handle it. Yes. So they were attracted to my wife like a (laughs) mag, right? Which was great. But there's two houses that I didn't get a single scare on me. Like we did one house. She was in front of me and like, I could see the actors in a non scary way while they were prepping in front of me. And then they'd scare the shit out of my wife. Yep. So I didn't get scared. So then the next house, I don't even remember which two houses this was. So then the next house we swapped and she put me in the front. And they waited till I walked by and then got her from behind. Yep. And I, so I went through two houses without getting jump scared a single time. And it wasn't because I was a hard ass or something like they just either I saw them coming when they went from a wife or I was so far ahead that it didn't even affect me. You know, and I was like, damn, this sucks. I want to shit in my pants while I'm here.
1: <laughs> well, see. And that's that's what's fun is when it does happen, because the wife and I both walk through the houses grinning ear to ear like I can remember Krampus when Krampus busted out in that house, like perfectly timed on ginger and ginger's grinning in here and just waves and goes, hi Krampus <laughs> like that. That's us in the houses. So when we do get scared, it's like, holy shit. Um, and it's usually more the scare actors out in the scare zones where you're looking at something else. Yeah. Oh, sorry. This is perfect. This is what I wanted to say. One of the worst things about the houses this year is they didn't do a good a job as they have in years past. As you walk into a room and you're immediately drawn to something and you look there and you're like, holy shit. And then you get hit from the other side. That did not happen hardly at all in the houses this year. It it just wasn't the right flow in a lot of the houses.
0: The only house that I recall doing that really well was the Myers house. Okay. Okay. Right, like, like almost every room had something from the movie that you would stare at and you'd get scared <laughs> from a different direction. Like the little clown Mikey, you're looking at the bloody mirror and vanity and the dead body on the grounds, and you're expecting her to sit up and scream. She's a mannequin, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's the Mikey and the clown, like and they did that several times in that house. Going back on something you said, there was a few spots in every house where I would see the scare actor sometimes right like and i would like oh he's right there and then they would still jump at me and scare the fucking shit out of me yes there was two times that i remember screaming so loud that like I jumped that i probably looked like a small child but it's while i'm waving at him right and then they just still come out like a myers did that to me once and then i think it was dead man's pier somebody did it
1: (laughs) yeah i had one house where one of them did that because like the little mikey like you're talking about i saw him do his jump out and walk back in and then when I got up to him, I'm, I'm the asshole who's already looking around the corner into the boo hole. So they, and that's partially my fault. Cause I'm like, you're going to come from over there. And then they're like, oh, he's already looking at me. And then they wait on somebody else. But yeah. I've had that happen. And I had one happen this year where it was like that. And I'm like, okay, you're going to get, and they're like, no, fuck you. I'm going to get you right now. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, good try. But, uh, still fun. Like I'm, I sound like the Debbie downer, but it, it's still fucking a great time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they get you a couple of ways that, because some of the boo holes are actually like a, a hallway or a horseshoe shape, and they have multiple spots they can pop out. Yep. And there was a couple of times where Margie and I would spot them, and they would just walk off <laughs> and then get you three feet later, and it's the same guy coming out of the same tunnel, you know? And and that was really, really good, and it, it made it a lot of fun. Like, it's just, I don't know, like, getting scared running through those things is great. Those people have to, like, enjoy their jobs somewhat, because, like, it's got to be fun just jumping out and scaring the ever-living shit out of people.
1: Yeah. And, and that's what has to keep it fresh, because that that repetitive thing, like being a factory line worker of just doing the same thing over and over again all night, that's the only way to make it fun, is to like, n- yeah, learn your audience and time your shit and just relish in in the payoff yeah. of scaring people like that. That aspect of it has got to be exhilarating.
0: Yeah. yeah. We got spoiled, though, like going through Halloween as our first house. We were literally like Margie was literally the first person we saw every time we went into a room to get the, the actor on them every time. Oh, the first sweet. Like every room we went into, we never saw anybody get scared until they jumped out on Margie and I, <laughs> and it was just fucking awesome. I did have to do the trick on some of the houses where I'd start walking like really slow. Like when the people weren't there to rush you through so I could get spaces. I did that sometimes. I was a dick and did it, but sorry.
1: Yeah. I, they're always way too packed for them to pulse the houses. If they could pulse the houses in like groups of eight and everybody get the scare, yeah. that, that'd that be great. But they, there's they, they, they book it to the, to the gills. So there's no way for them to pulse the lines.
0: They way oversold tickets when we were there for fall break. It really pissed me off. Do you know um, if you do the RIP tour, do you get to go through with just your group or you just... Skip the lines and go in with everybody else um
1: r i p tour from the way I've seen them go in so many years, I think they get a full run at least pulse style, okay, but probably not quote unquote the house to themselves
0: that might be worth like one year if it's like a bunch of badass houses, like getting together and just splurging on it or
1: something well, that's what I've told her that you know one year I want to do it just for that because it's not only that you get your own assigned time to go do rides, um you get a dinner it's a whole thing. And then they've got one even higher than that um, called unmasking the horror where they let you go through the houses with the lights on and they actually explain the story. They explain the sets. You get to actually go up and look at stuff and touch stuff, but that's more for, if you want, it, it's all behind the scenes. Yeah. If you want to do all that, but the, the RIP tour I, I've wanted to do, cause it's like, you we, the first year we we're the regular joes then after that it's like express pass and then after express pass you start paying attention you're like who are these assholes with the glow sticks who get to go in front of us too
0: right <laughs> and we'd see the, their tour guides give them the tour and explain everything it's kind of neat um i guess we've we've dived out of the houses again and we still got quite a few to go i think some of these we're just gonna shit on them and blur through but one that we're not gonna shit on was the fucking legends collide that was phenomenal like josh said earlier. Like you walk into an Egyptian pyramid, basically, like it was themed like you were in the mummies area and they had a lot of scare actors in that one when we went oh, yeah. all over the place yeah. and the mummies just getting you left and right. And then you get a couple of wolf mans and I know I'm a huge vampire like nerd or fan or whatever, but the Draculas, I felt like they hid really, really well because the mummy, you know, like they were all hit really well, but like. Since you were in a pyramid, for the most part, you weren't expecting the Draculas a lot of time. The Wolfman would come out of, like, tunnels and holes and shit, and he was fucking terrifying. Yeah. But Dracula, like, popped out on Margie, like, hissing in her face so many fucking times. (laughs) And um, the coolest thing is when you're walking, you're talking about misdirection, you're walking down the tunnel, and you can see, like, a castle wall with, like, a window open, and you can see the shadow of a bat fly in. And then the shadow of the bat turns into Dracula when it lands, just like in monster squad. Right. Yeah. And then it walks from left to right out of frame through the window. But then Dracula comes out the window and reaches at you. Like he walked around the room around the table Yeah. and Margie was the person he got. (laughs) And it was just, that was one of my favorite jump scares out of the entire fucking experience. But that one is really well done because I grew up watching those black and white movies and those characters are powerhouses by themselves and the sets were some of the best designed. And like I said, a lot of scare actors and a lot of good hidey holes. And a lot of them had the tunnels where they could pop out two and three places. Yep. And we were fortunate enough to have that happen. And I said it on mine Margie's bit, but there was one area where we went and one of the monsters got her, like Dracula got her. And then one of the monsters got her like on the other side of the room. It was kind of like the Lori Michael thing in the hallway. And then she turned to run and the same Dracula got her again. <laughs> like they were there they at the, ping-ponged her back and forth it was so fucking great and then you like run around a room and there's a wolf man you know it was like it was just fucking phenomenal and that one was really high on our list just because the how good the actors were at like trying to surprise like us specifically that's always always going to add to it but what were some of your favorite parts about that one?
1: One, just the atmosphere. Cause it felt like a fucking, it felt like the dig site that it was supposed to be. It, it felt like you were in the movie, the mummy. And I don't mean that in that's what it looked like. I mean, that's what it felt like. It felt like you were yeah. all on, on a crew doing some shit you shouldn't do. And the mummy costumes and the mummy scare actors that I got to see, like I said, we didn't even have a very good run on this house. It, it might've actually been number one. They didn't feel like scare actors. They felt like things coming out of the darkness. Yeah. Yeah. And then getting towards the end of it, when you start to get a little bit uh, you know, Castle Dracula and everything, and it's like, it it feels a little odd, but I'm okay with this. Like I said earlier, coming around that corner towards the end of the house and fucking Wolfman's coming around the corner at me. And then I realized that it's Dracula holding the decapitated head of Wolfman. And I'm like, that is so fucking awesome.
0: (laughs) One hundred percent we had Dracula holding Wolfman's head. Okay. Now that you mentioned that. But we also had Dracula staked against a wall with smoke coming off of him. And I
1: may have just not been looking that direction for that part. Or was he like a main thing in yeah. that
0: room? Um, if I remember correctly, it was like an L shaped hallway. Like you go down and then it like it's a right angle and it was just like in the corner up against the wall. Okay. If I remember correctly.
1: Well, this is like our third to last house, so I was pretty lit by then.
0: Because I didn't remember there being like a big fight. So that's why when you said that earlier, I was like, no, we just had dead Dracula. But yeah, as soon as you said Dracula held up Wolfman's head, that 100% happened. Because <laughs> I started thinking of Freddy versus Jason when I saw it.
1: Oh, if only to have been there for that year.
0: <laughs> oh, they did that one year? They did. Well, I'm going to let you do Bugs because that was your favorite. And then I think it's probably going to be a lot of meh and shitting on for the rest.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, the rest, I, I don't even feel like. Putting airtime again. I mean, we've, we've went over everything pretty good. I mean, we shit on spirits already. Bugs was the comedy house. I have a soft spot for fucking horror comedy. Loved the whole 1950s better living through technology thing. And when you go in, you've got, chicky up on the stage, giving the presentation about how, you know, this does everything for you. And then all the the fog starts blowing out of the fucking machine and everything. And she's like, Oh no. And it's like fucking everything goes wrong. And it's this descent into madness. I agree with you on too many actors with the makeup that was just holes in the face. We could have got more bug things like they did. They've done houses in the past where they've even had actors that just have puppets on their hands that reach out through holes in the walls with little creatures on them this would have been mm. a perfect house for this. You could have done little bug puppets yeah. and they, it would have been fine. But when it gets to the part where it started getting cobwebby and like all the spiders and everything, mm-hmm. and then you look up and you realize you're walking under this giant fucking spider. Like that's when I was sold on this. Like I I'm in the nest. How did, how the fuck did Jesse make it through this house? <laughs> like I, I never it.
0: saw a giant spider. I was expecting that. I remember like, it looked like somebody had a party city, basketball sized spider hanging from a web and it was like bouncing dangling oh no, no no that no was like the, that was like this was most i saw
1: so you know when when you go in and it first starts getting cobwebby and it almost it almost looks cheesy for a minute because there were so many holes in the walls that just had spiders in the little lit up holes yeah after a couple of turns through that it gets really dark and then it maybe the end of the house or it opens up into another room i caught it at the last minute walking through the hallway i was like what's this hairy shit on either side of me and i looked up and you're actually walking under like a 15 foot tall spider that's up above i missed it yeah he's up above you like spread with his legs spread out holding onto the walls and you're walking under i
0: i told margie walking up to that house that i hope there was a giant spider because that's like the scariest fucking thing (laughs) and i i can't believe i miss it that is one house that like if i could if I could fly there right now and do one house, I wanted to do again because on paper, it looked so cool. And we started seeing the billboards going in. It looked really cool. And when I figured out what was going on, I thought it was going to be awesome. But that's the first house we did immediately after the two where I didn't get scared at all. And Uh, I was in a bad mood and we started hitting like huge crowds of people. And with our fast pass, we were in line for like 45 minutes for that one. Oh, damn. And I was just fucking angry when I went in there. I got And, it probably like killed it for me. Some, I thought it was going to be really neat. And apparently it was, I just wasn't in the right headspace, So <laughs> I definitely would at least try that one. Again.
1: Well, I think the only other one that we haven't gone into in detail is descendants of destruction, which was just, like I said earlier, you're in the New York subway and it's post-apocalyptic and okay. <laughs> I
0: mean, that's, that's, it was all right. Like the, the scare actors were like definitely into it. Cause it, that one, Had more actors that weren't scare actors, right? Like, kind of like how Loomis wasn't there to jump scare you. Loomis was like, come on, get out of here. You know, you had the army guys at the beginning, like, trying to fucking evacuate you. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. And they had the general come giving the orders. Then it was just kind of, okay, that was the one that felt the most like a normal haunted house I could have saw here in town, right? Okay. Um, I did, like... At the end where you started getting the mutant people coming out of the caves and stuff, that part was pretty cool.
1: That part was cool, but it was, there was a couple of dead hallways right before that, that was, and they did the same thing in spirits of the coven where it's like, you go through one dead hallway and it's like, okay, you're turning me around to get into the next area. This is fine. But when you do two dead hallways in a row, I'm fucking out, man.
0: Yeah. Spirits of the coven, just to touch on it again. I never saw anything in there that to me was supposed to be a jump scare. Nothing jumped out or screamed or anything we just kept walking through a speakeasy and saw people serving drinks and bartenders yelling crazy shit <laughs> and the witches were just standing there waving at us and shit i'm like what the fuck is this house
1: yeah and that's what was so disjointed about it was you come out of the speakeasy immediately into the tunnels with the witches a couple of witches in boo holes with shitty masks and then like the three witches standing up on the tables at the end with the cauldron or whatever and, that, and, and they it. looked
0: like party city costumes
1: yeah it, it was not oh man it wasn't the The entrance and the the first the first going up to the bar and everything looked amazing, good actors up front, good makeup and that was it <laughs> like so many houses they start off strong and just eh.
0: hell black a horror. that was another one that felt like it could have been a local haunted house, yeah. but it was cool having the prison and the prisoners were like getting demon possessed and stuff, and it had your good just basic like they're just jumping out and scaring the shit out of you and stuff like it was it was that was like a meh it wasn't bad. it was just like just there kind of thing, but. I wouldn't say that was a bad one. It just didn't do anything outstanding.
1: Yeah. And I have to still have to give them mad props for turning it into something after getting changed at the last minute.
0: Do you mean like they literally used the evil dead pieces or the, they just like had to make something up on the fly?
1: They, they already had the house done. Like the announcement came and then there were reports coming out of people actually seeing evil dead props being removed from the soundstage.
0: I just don't know how it could have been an evil dead house. Cause it looked like a prison.
1: No, no, no. The new evil dead movie is takes place in a, a high rise.
0: Oh, the new movie wasn't old. Sorry, sorry,
1: sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that movie got delayed. So at the last minute, they said, we're not going to do this house because why spend the money on the IP for a movie that's not coming out? And why be the movie maker want a tie in for something that doesn't exist to consume? So I got to give them props for that. But now that you know that, I guess I should have made that more clear earlier. It was supposed to be you're going through a high rise building or an apartment building. So to turn it into a jail was kind of a quick
0: on the fly. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah. That was smart. That's pretty neat. Um, But literally walking in with the scare actors at 545
0: (laughs) really, really hurt the run on that house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We didn't get it like that. I guess the last one's dead man's Pier, winter wake, which is the one on like all the Reddit, like voting. That was everybody's favorite house. It was great, man. I love it. It was always that Halloween and the weekend was usually the top three, which I don't get the weekend one. But Dead Man's Pier, that one, the sets were fucking amazing, immersive. Probably some of the best designed ones. The costumes were phenomenal. I felt like I was in John Carpenter's The Fog a lot of times. Yes. In a good way. In a good way. Because you had dead sailors with, like, fucking barnacles and stuff, like, all over them. And and they were jumping out. They are scary as fuck. And then, like, just seeing the ships and the lighthouse and the fucking mermaids calling you in and shit, It was, it was fucking phenomenal. I can see why that is a lot of people's favorite house and like i said it's my favorite non-licensed house i just really enjoyed the the movie ones i got to do that put so much detail into it but if they didn't have halloween and bum house this year and i went that probably would have been my favorite but the costumes were fucking and phenomenal and those sailors were some creepy looking motherfuckers
1: yep it it felt like it took you to a place i love when i go after seeing the facade of a house the first room when you go in especially in the sound stages. If I look up and see a ceiling, I am uh, a ceiling they built. I'm fucking stoked Yeah. because I hate so many times, especially in the sound stages in the new parade building, you're, you're in it and they, they give you something to look at with your sight line being up to look at something cool. And then behind it, you see girders and stuff. It's like, Oh, you just took me right out of it. And that house did a really good job of hiding that. And, and once again, I love the temperature change houses got rained on like all, all that that shit is so good. And it was sexy. (laughs)
0: but uh yeah all in all on margie and i's bit we said we definitely want to try to make it a regular thing maybe every year thing if we can swing it getting setters for the kids always gonna be the hard part ip houses are always gonna like super sell me on it right like any licensed houses they get that i'm like super into i'm gonna push harder to try to go based off of those just from my past experience because those were so much better to me and that'll kind of justify to me like looking at the house list and stuff if I'm gonna want to fast pass it. Obviously if we're going with you guys and you're fast passing it, we're gonna have to, right? Yeah. Without question. But like if two years from now we went and it was mostly the same non-licensed houses, I might not would fast pass it. You know what I mean? Because it's no. like, well, I've done them. I'll make sure I get in the bugs line in a good mood. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> and I'm gonna do the the movie houses. Cause I, I told my wife that like one option that I would possibly do. I'm always going to want to do the scream early, I think, because it was like 30 bucks a person. It was like fucking nothing. Right. And had we got there at three and been at the beginning of that line, three or four houses easy before they open the front doors. Easy. Don't even need the fucking fast passes. Right. If you're not planning on seeing all 10 of them.
1: If we all go together, you can go through the on-site guest entrance early with us because all you got to do is show a room key.
0: Yeah. But I heard from the people that work there and some regulars that we talked to, you guys didn't get in like 30, 45 minutes after they started letting it. Like, so let's put it this way. The Myers house opened at five Oh five. The park opened at six. Yeah. And I think they let the guest in at like five 30.
1: Yeah. We're, we were in between five. We're in our first house. We were out of our first house before six. That much. I remember for sure. It was
0: really neat. Not all of the houses, but there was like four or five houses that all opened at like five oh five, five fifteen, 15, like, and shit like that it was kind of yeah. neat so some of the houses they open early and some of them they don't open until the guests get in and then there's actually a couple of houses on the list that don't open until six like just flat out down
1: yeah that's how they do it
0: it was just pretty neat because like that's a pretty nominal cost It's 35 bucks not 30 now that i think about it but like we squandered ours we barely got there in time and i still got to see the halloween house and then get in line for another house and be like 10 people away from walking in the door before they started letting everybody else in. Yeah. So that was definitely neat. So like I said, if I was going one year and i had been going regularly and the original houses didn't look that cool to me, I might could get by doing that and I get in the fast pass. But if you want to do all 10 houses, it's a really weird thing. You have to get a fast pass. If you get a fast pass, you can do, all the houses in three hours or less. Yes. You don't get a fast pass. You can be there from six to three and you're not going to get all the houses done. Like there's not a in the middle for that one. No.
1: And you could hit a bad timing to where the side of the park you're on, everything stacks up. And you're like, I don't want to get in any of these lines. They all say over 200 minutes. And then you walk across the park to the house that says 30 minutes. And then 15 minutes later, by the time you're across the park, it now says 180 minutes. And yeah, it's a total role that I said, you've got to have express pass if you're only going one night, but it's totally worth it. So anybody who's heard us go, well, heard me go on and on about this <laughs> for the entirety of our podcast <laughs> and now get to hear Jesse go on about it for finally getting to go. There's a reason it's, you know, the, for a few years, number one in the world for Halloween attractions, universal really does try to do a good job. The joke about yeah. Halloween horror nights is any year that the park has lost money. Halloween Horror Nights puts them back in the black. So they don't mind throwing money at it.
0: I could see that. We were saying, what would we do different? And like, the first thing we said is we definitely want to go with Josh and Ginger being the the vets. And like, just having a group of four of us. I think it would be fucking awesome. Yeah. So that's top on the list. Um, I did want to say uh, the merch was really good, I thought. And like the Halloween tribute store was like a a house in itself. Like it was like the fucking Tardis. So it's, I made the joke earlier, but it like it looked like this little gift shop and you went in and it was just room after room and there's so much cool shit and I spent way too much money with it being like my 40th and using it as an excuse. <laughs> I got multiple shirts, I got a hoodie. I I got this cool Halloween candle that my wife gave my mother-in-law, so I had to get Josh to get me one when he was there. I got me some Michael Myers keychains. I got my friend David his wife and kids all shit because they watched my dog for me and it was way cheaper than paying for boarding. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the, the merch is definitely cool if you like to collect shit.
1: Yeah, and you that's the first time we've touched on the Tribute Store. The Tribute Store is always awesome. It's been, like you said, it's almost become a house in and of itself. They've expanded it in the years that we've gone. It used to just be the one room, then two rooms. Now it's three rooms. Hell, the year that... Uh, the year that everything got canceled at the last minute, Beetlejuice was one of the houses. Beetlejuice was a holdover for the next year. Thank God. So we still got to see the house. But that year in the tribute store, they built the staircase. So they actually had, and I don't know if ah. they did the setup with the whole jump in the line, rock your body in time. But it's really cool that they go that that far out on uh on the tribute store, um, like the little things they do at Cabana Bay and shit like that. That's, that's always Halloween horror nights centered. So, uh,
0: Oh, at the hotels, they, they do stuff too. That's the
1: other reason we stay there. So they, they always do three things there. They do pizza till 4am just because all the restaurants are closed at the hotel by then. If you stay all night at Halloween horror nights, they do the swizzle lounge, which is their little bar, their main bar at the hotel that they always theme for Halloween horror nights and always do horror themed drinks for Halloween horror nights. They do okay. an upstairs experience where we've done the Stranger Things experience where you walk through the house with all the the letters lighting up on the walls and shit. We did all jacked up last year where you get put in Jack's blender and he blends you up and shit. They did a thing for all the Universal Monsters photo ops this year with nobody in there okay. with you, which was kind of lame. But so they do that and then they do horror movies in the pool, okay, on some nights and they're the, like they did Ghostbusters this year. They 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 keep it PG PG thirteen, but it's still it's some of the right. cool things that they do at that hotel and like the stuff, the bar, you can come from anywhere and just go up to the fucking bar. You don't have to stay in the hotel, but everything else you got to have mm-hmm. fucking room key and shit.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely do that next time. We had to schedule everything so quick on the fly. We just stayed at like a, a Hilton or something. Actually, they had called us to do one of those. You can stay for this many days and nights for free, but you got to go do the timeshare meeting. Oh God. And we did that, right? So <laughs> I didn't have to pay for the hotel room. And so we'll probably stay at like a banner or something next time. That'd be really fucking cool. We'll get a fucking suite. Well, that's it for the Halloween Horror Nights 2022 episode, which we hope that we can make a regular thing. But you guys are going to have to tune in for the next episode where we finally cover cosmic horror. I have such one thing. As usual, guys, thanks for downloading the show and spreading the word. Please do not forget to rate and review us online, and please send us comments, questions, and suggestions to our email, sbspodcast at gmail.com.
1: We would also love it if you could follow our Twitter and Instagram, both at S-B-I-S Podcast.
0: See you guys in the next one.
1: Thanks for listening.
3: Summon your Scream Squad to Universal's Halloween Horror Nights.